Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment we're gonna have a great show for you guys today before we get started let's say hi to everybody starting off with my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell how do you do today i am sitting next to probably one of the sexiest most glamorous movie stars in the world but i have to do something (laughs) i have to do something her wire is covering that cleavage and that's upsetting me (laughs) And the hair is covering the cleavage. That upsets me. As long as it doesn't cover my cross. (laughs) Anyway, there we go, boys and girls. Boys. Okay. Go, Jimmy. All right. What's up, everybody? So we uh, we want to welcome Lorene. Say hi to everybody, Lorene. Hi, everybody. We have a chat room. We have a chat room full of people. Let's say hi to everybody in the chat room. And I have some special highs. Uh, We want to say a really hi to Tim O'Donnell from Lorene. Say hi to Tim. Hi, Tim. There you uh-huh. go. And, and then we have Dawn in there. Say Dawn. hi to Dawn Hidden. Crazy Dawn. I love you. And Crazy Dave Hughes just showed up from the UK. Say hi to Dave. Oh <laughs> he's, our, he's our resident perv. There goes the show. <laughs> listen, the show. listen. I want to warn hi, all Dave. of listen, I want to warn all of you guys out there. What you're doing now, you can go blind from. <laughs> <laughs> So we also want to say hi to all our, our loyal uh, regulars that we love to death. What's up? Michaela Singleton is here. Anton Country Super from Australia is Anton. here. Teresa Sabin is in there from Florida. Uh, Jane Doe, Angela Joseph is in hey, there. Hey, Angie, baby! Say hi to Angela, too. Hi, Angela. <laughs> Yay, you guys. So we're going to have a great show for you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Besides having the wonderful, talented, and beautiful Lorene Landon on our show today, we're going to have Robert Cool Bell, founder of Cool in the Gang, seven-time Grammy winner, and Wesley Yore from, if you guys remember, Land of the Lost and Toolbox Murders and all kinds of great things. So we're going to have a great show for you guys today. Um, in the meantime, uh, what are you doing, Ron? I was sticking a thing up her thigh. <laughs> a part of the a mind. Thing. Listen, everyone out there, before you have shit fits and start writing it and screaming, no mask, no mask, you're going to die. Lorene's been tested, obviously, and I have been tested because I'm having a little eye work done next week. He has and Jim- other problems. And, anyway. Jimmy, and Jimmy's been tested. 
So we're all negative and we've been good. So we don't think that either one of us have the, 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 the virus. And that's why we're not wearing masks. And they we're say right? that you look fabulous. Who says that? Everybody in the chat room says you look fabulous. Oh, Usually you. Ron gets all that you look fabulous, but you're here today, so you get it. Floss, but thank you. <laughs> Move your arm. I want to get this wire over your shoulder. Hold on, hold it. Here, pick this up. You got nothing, plenty of slack. Nothing should interfere with the cleavage. There's plenty you know. of slack. There you go. My plastic explosives. You mean they look fabulous? <laughs> thank you. Hey, Rebel, too. I'm not sure. Like I see, I see, I can see Lorene, but I don't see it on the YouTube screen. Just to let you know. Um, I see it on the uh, on the studio side, but not on the YouTube side. But I guess everybody's saying she looks fabulous, so I guess they can see it. I just can't see it. Okay. So, wait a minute. I want to ask her a question. Thanks a lot. You can't see it. <laughs> so, Lorene, how excited and wonderful and fabulous and terrific is it being here with us? Uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it, it's great. Um, um, I, I, I was really surprised coming out here because I thought it would be about a three or four uh, hour drive. See. And it was only um, a six-hour drive. <laughs> no, no, I, the community here, uh, when I've been here before at night, what, uh, seemed much smaller. And it is massive, your community, the, um, the track that you live in. It is right. so beautiful. And the GPS girl kept telling me the wrong thing. And I kept passing <laughs> your house, and I saw your address. And I knew I was here, and it said, no, keep going. Uh, go this way, go that way. Go. And I said, no, uh, I'm going to turn her off, and I'm going to go back. And for once, it wasn't a blonde. It wasn't a Polish blonde. No, no. Me. <laughs> Th those things, those it, things on She you. must be Polish and blonde. No, she's, she's definitely um, fake news. <laughs> the girl that gave you all that information. Oh, they, they, they always give That's you the her GPS. They, That's okay. We used to live in Pennsylvania, and every time we would put the directions in, yeah. no matter what, it would always take us to a toll road, so we yeah. had to pay a toll. Communists. Oh, yeah. Communists. Did of that. course, communists. They go. did that. The communists right. of Pennsylvania. Let's not go there. They wanted, <laughs> no, they wanted to get our money. So anyway, yeah, yeah we're happy to have Lorene here, because you, you all of you know that I love and adore Lorene. She's one of my sweetest Aww. Eat your heart out, guys. Eat your hearts out. You. Uh, friends, um, I went public with her health problem because I was totally in shock and worried. I thought that we were going to lose Lorene and I couldn't deal with it. So I said to everyone, prayers and energy sent to Thank Lorene. you for all your prayers, by the way. And Thank you Lorene so is going to tell you now how wonderful she feels. Okay. Um, first of all, um, I was in the hospital for about six days, um, stage four renal uh, disease failure and because of hypertension. And the only reason I posted that on Facebook was because uh, to hopefully enlighten people that 80 million people in, in the United States, 80 million, 33 and a half percent, I believe that would be, uh, have hypertension, high blood pressure. And 16 million of those people do not know that they have it. So what I had done or not done was um, not take my Norvask, Avalopro, Avalide, and other hypertension medications over the years for, for various reasons. One is that I did not have insurance. I let it lapse. Um, so I didn't see my doctor for a couple of years. And in the meantime, uh, hypertension will destroy uh, your heart because your heart and kidneys go hand in hand. I spend a tremendous amount of time with a nephrologist, cardiologist, everybody at Cedar sinai And because when I was taken into the hospital, uh, the only available floor was the oncology floor. That was the only available, I guess, because of 
COVID, I don't know. Now I know the spike is uh, astronomical from what I heard yesterday from yes. one of the doctors. Astronomical because of the protesters, by the way. Anyway, um, so uh, I was on the oncology floor, and I, sh- I guess I shouldn't have put that in my post, but that was the only reason, uh, that was the only uh, bed I was uh, available to have at the time. I did not have cancer. I do not have cancer. Uh, I'm back to stage three. I'm on a plant-based diet and a, uh, have a very positive attitude. And I've um, done a lot of introspection um, and put down the magnifying glass and picked up the mirror and realized that we are, you truly are what you eat. So uh, no more fat, no more dairy. I'm not, I can't have dairy, which is terrible because I love cheese. Me too. Damn it. I want my <laughs> fucking <too>. cheese. <laughs> Me too. I love That's all I want to eat is cheese. <laughs> so I take all these blood pressure, these blood pressure meds and I'm fine. I'm not dying. I'm not going on dialysis. I'm not uh, having a kidney transplant that was initially thought at the hospital. I am going to be fine. So thank you all for your prayers. Uh, it was very scary for the doctors when they saw me naked. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. They were all passing I out. I bet from... you those doctors are blind. <laughs> One of them's in love with me, but we won't go there. I could bet that. Oh, yes. Anyway. Another thing, that? though, you guys, we is want. This, wait, is the doctor single? No. D- doctor who? Is the doctor single? No, he's doctor married, actually. Oh, then oh that's fuck, fuck him. I know. Thanks. But if you could catch yourself a single doctor, you know, you could live well. Doctors make a lot of money. Well, I, this other thing's more important than money. Bullshit. <laughs> so in the meantime, you guys, we have Lorreen on in live and in person so everybody can see her for all you producers and directors out there. She's nothing wrong. She's fine. She's available to work. And, I got news and she's one you. of the best actresses she's, in Hollywood. Yes, I am. Tonight we're having dinner with the producers and directors at our house, and they all want her in their next movie. So that's two films coming up. Already they want Lorreen, plus she's being asked in other films with other people. And she's so going to be in Clown Motel, too, with you. That's right. So all of you out there, don't I think... Don't, I, that's not what... Okay. You know you are. Stop bullshitting me. You know, you play my wife. Uh, okay. Yeah. But, no, but <laughs> she's my wife, and there's a scene where we're both naked in bed having wild sex, and... I turn around and say to her, oh, by the way, I'm gay. And then she says, oh, no, you're not. And I said, oh, yes, I am. And she said, you can't be gay. And I said, why? She said, because you're a great male lover. And I said, listen, just because you're gay doesn't mean you don't love beautiful women. And that's the dialogue. (laughs) Do you make this up as you go? Yeah. (laughs) This wasn't in the page that was sent to me. (laughs) No, but By the way, they're all saying they prayed for you. Wait, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Move the mic and lean forward towards the camera. Dave Hughes, this is for you. This is for not just Dave Hughes. It's oh, for Tim O'Donnell. Too. And Tim O'Donnell. Lean forward. Lean, come on. You got him flailing. There you go. There you go. Boys, now ready? One, two, three. Let's. It's over. Okay. We came fast. Wow. <laughs> this is a Giovanni dress, by the way. I love it. Isn't it beautiful? You always look gorgeous. You always look, like, you always a look like a movie star. star. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come here unless I was in a formal. I know there was no um, red carpet, so I thought I'd bring the red carpet here. There we go. That's we right. Love it. But Lorene always looks like a movie star. The first time I met her, she was with Harry Cohen. At the Larry, Cohen. Larry, Larry Cohen. Larry, Harry, Larry, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Larry. What, why did I say Harry? Anyway, Larry Cohen at a red carpet, and I walked up to her and I said, oh, my God, you are a 1955 movie star. Jane Mansfield, Marilyn Monroe, Mamie Van Doren, all the great beauties. And Larry Cohen just gave me the dirtiest look. 
He did. He kind of like thought, who the fuck? He was, he was very protective of me. I know that. He didn't know that I was a big bag. He thought I was a sexy hot rock Hudson type he guy. He did. He did. Sure. He thought you were. They're saying all the how beautiful you look. And Dave Hughes now needs to go to see the ophthalmologist because he said he's blind. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, I warned you. You know, I did. Hey, whacking off, whack it. Listen, whacking. My father always said that if you whack off, you go blind. And, you know, uh, that's why I'm having my eye done next week. <laughs> I have a cataract and we're going to take the cataract. out, So I could see that cleavage clearly. Uh, actually, say hi to Dave, like in a sexy. Just say hi, Dave, or however you do it. Hello, Dave. There you go. No, no, say, say this to Dave. Say, Dave, I dream about you every night. No, Dave, he, it's the other way around. You dream about me every night. <laughs> That's it. Dave is finished. Dave, get the towel. You're I'm finished. Joking, Dave. Dave is I'm finished. Joking, Dave. Teresa Saban loves it though, and so does uh, Don Hinton saying Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dave, 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 the cowl, the towel is in the bathroom. Go get it. There you go. <laughs> you got to like where does it. Dave live? In I think the UK was, someplace. UK, I thought he was Australia. No, it's UK. No, Anton is in Australia. Anton's Australia. We have everybody. Hey, Anton, what's up? We have the whole world here. Hi, Anton. Know. Yeah, Anton's fabulous. Did you know that your cleavage is now going out to 180 countries? That's all. That's all. That's all there is in the world. 177, I think. 177. Unless they made some new and ones. May, and possibly, if it transmits into outer space, it may go to another planet. Yes, I hope and so. that'll bring the aliens I'll be here. my own satellite. I'll be my own uh, moon. No, but the aliens Are will you, come here huh? to see your moons. I'll be my own planet. No, aliens will be here to see your moons. You got to, like, love it. I think it's fabulous. You know, folks, you could see her on screen. You think she's beautiful. Nothing like in person. I wish the camera, it was in three dimension because you have, to, you have to use a 3D camera to see how beautiful she is. And her face is real. Her beautiful nose is hers. Everything on her face is real. There's no operations. Never or had anything done to my face. No facelifts or anything. Never, never will. And she's 133 and she looks like 40. <laughs> Look how young and beautiful you are. You're I'm so not 133. Gorgeous. I'm 144. No. <laughs> yeah. You're so beautiful. She's a fabulous actress, also. I know all of you fans. Thank you out, you oh. fans out there love her. We want to give two more shout outs. Thomas Claxton just joined us in the oh, chat room. The, What's other, up, Thomas? Other, other horny son He's of a fabulous. Bitch. And B Claudia from, B, from Germany. Germany. You know hi, B, B, right? Sweetheart. Yes. I love B. Hi, B, sweetheart. B. There you go. Oh, and Backpack John joined us too. Say hi to Backpack John. Yeah, but Cla hi. Clap Clapton is, is, is such a. Uh, oh, he must be drooling by now. Claxton. That's what I said. You said Clapton. Well, I like to change people's names. <laughs> I know. We, we know that. <laughs> Thomas Clapton. Tommy. Today's Canada Day, by the way. Oh yeah, yes. Happy Canada Day, everybody. And, That's... and today's uh, my uh, roommate's birthday, Addison Wright. Is is, is his birthday? Oh, happy birthday, July birth. Happy birthday, Addison Wright. Happy birthday, Addison. Happy Actually, I sent him the link to watch, so I know he's watching. Hey, Addison. Uh, happy birthday, Addison. Oh, and Pat Grant from Canada just joined us. Happy Canada Day. She says hi, Lorraine. Hey, yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody. Wait, there's a lot of people in that room. Oh my God. Somebody emailed me and said. Wish uh, Lorena happy Canada Day. Goes, you know, yeah. Lorena is from Ontario, from Toronto, Ontario, oh, Toronto, yes, same place, Toronto, so, Ontario, right? And she's a Canadian import. I yes, I am. Just like our uh, Sherry Nelson, another fabulous oh, beauty. Sherry's and a sweetheart. from she's Canada. She's a Canadian too. Where, where's she from? Where in West Canada? Coast, Canada. She lives in a town of eighty-eight people. That's it. 88 people. I know no that more. would make me want to like die. She knows. <laughs> she knows every single person. No, she knows every single person in that town. 
They're like one big family. Eighty-eight people in the town. Could you imagine? Does she live here or does she live in? She uh, lives there. She, she, she'll try, be coming here soon. We're trying to get her here. Sure. You know, I thought Sherry lived here. No, no, she's <clears throat> trying to come to America. She came though for the Oscar parties and everything with us. She just came in as a tourist. I uh, told to her just us. to come over the border and come in as an illegal alien, and then she'd become a yeah, citizen like everybody else. No, I mean she could be a citizen. Though. You know, my parents waited about uh, twelve years to get over here legally, um, uh, when I was a child. And so I have uh, certain feelings about uh, coming across the border, obviously. Um, I think it should be done uh, fairly, justly. And well, we're not going to talk about that. No, we don't Let's talk go to politics. Marcel Waltz. We you know, don't talk politics. Marcel Waltz, who you know, and Dom, his husband. Yes. They're German, and they're fabulous guys, and they can't get in the country, and they're afraid that maybe their uh, time here is limited. Um, I think that's hideous because they're wealthy, they're producers, they're actors. They come here with a lot of money, and they're not drug addicts, murderers, killers. They're just wonderful two guys in love and happy and dear friends of ours. So I don't get it, America. Let's start to open up and let people in our country legally, the good ones. Yeah. Screen them. If they have criminal records, don't let them in. Of course, obviously. But if they're good people, hardworking people, and I don't give a shit where they're from, Mexico, China, the moon. I don't either. Let them in. Just let them in. Get here actually, legally. Like actually, everybody says, else. Pat Grant says that she's from Ontario, but she lives in Labrador. Have you ever heard of Labrador? I think that's like a little teeny place, too. No, I've never heard of Labrador. I thought Labrador was a dog. Yes. <sighs> no, no, you're a dog. Okay, so uh, our guest is in the studio now. So go ahead, Rebel. Let's let him in, and we'll make sure we can hear him, and then we'll start talking. All right, everybody. So now we have coming on the show. Hello. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? Yay, we can hear you. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome Hi. to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Seven-time seven time Grammy Award winner, American Music Award winner, and founding member of the legendary pop group Cool in the Gang. Robert Kubel, hello, and welcome to the show. Welcome, Robert. Hey, how you guys doing out there? We're fabulous. How are you? I'm I'm having oh, a hard I'm having a hard time sitting next to these uh bazooms, these knockers. <laughs> I can't concentrate on the show. I just keep seeing these these big beautiful balloons hitting me in the face. I don't think he's really gay. <laughs> so hold on, let me introduce hey, you wait everybody. A hey, cool. What do you anyway. think? What do you think about big boobs? You like girls with big boobs? <laughs> zoom zooming with the booming? Okay. <laughs> I love it. So let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, no smoke up your ass, buddy, but I really like your fucking music. I really sang to it and danced to it and had a good time over my couple of years of being a young boy. <laughs> okay, Ron. Then we have actually movie star Lorene Landon. This is Robert Bell. How do you do, sir? I am a very big fan of yours for many years and love your music, too. All right, Lorraine, how are you? Very well, thank you, sir. How are you? And I'm Jimmy Why are you being Star. So polite. You sound like you're you're a virgin. Or something. <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, and I'm Jimmy Star. We want to welcome you to the show. We have an actual chat room full of people. So please just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Yeah, and Jimmy Star is the fan. Hey, hello there. How's everyone doing? Everybody is fantastic. They're all very happy that we've got you here, and uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of cool things. But last time we had you on, we didn't really get to talk because we had such a bad connection, and Ron had a story about Celebrate. So tell him the story. This time he can hear it. You know, I swear to God, I'm not. this is going to sound like some bullshit story I, I wrote up, but it's it not. Is. My, no, fuck you. It's not. <laughs> my, daughter, my daughter Leslie was the runner-up in the Miss America contest, Eastern Division, and she won. 
And when she came down the runway, they played Celebration. And I began to cry so hard because I was, I'm going to cry again. I was so happy that my daughter won. She was Miss New York, Miss Long Island, Miss everything, you know, beautiful girl. And your music is associated with her win. Celebration, you know. So every time I hear Celebration, celebration. yeah, well, I'm not singing it. I, I only sing uh, Johnny Mantis or Peggy Lee. <laughs> That's all I know how to sing. But I, every time I hear Celebration, I get all choked up because I think of my daughter and the wind. I think Celebration is a song that should be used today, a celebration for all the people that want equality. And I think it should be a celebration. And I think your song has got to come back. We need it back in our ears. Well, wasn't that nice and poetic? Say something. Say like, oh, Ron, that was really great. <laughs> You, know, you really know how to bullshit. You need to flatter his ego. No, you got it. You have to say, Ron, you really know how to bullshit. You're good at it. <laughs> I don't want some bullshit. No, I meant that from my heart. I love celebration. Well, it's my favorite song. One of my favorite. Who wrote that? Well, uh, my brother was the key writer of the song, and the other original members, uh, we all uh, chimed in together. So, celebration came after Ladies' Night. We had just won two American Music Awards, and uh, we were celebrating. And the one part of Ladies' Night uh, says, let's all celebrate. Brother said, I got a great idea for the tag of that song. He said, what? Celebration. He played the track, and the rest was history. You got to love it. But it's such a good piece of music. It's not like other kinds. It's, it's really big sound. You know, if you, you remember, Everybody out there, do you remember the song? Of course you do. And it had a big, big volume to it. It was really inspirational. It's a wonderful song. I think it should go. No, knowing that we were bringing you on, I spent yesterday working. I'm a publicist, and I was working in, the, uh, in, the, in my office, and I put on the Cool and the Gang Spotify playlist, and, and it's unbelievable, like, how many hits. Like, it was playing for hours, and I knew every song, and I was like, holy shit. You know, most people, like, you go, and after three songs, that's it. Like, you don't know any more of them, but your, your playlist plays forever. <laughs> I, I want to ask you a really important question. Did you make money or did they rob you like they robbed so many of our friends who are very famous singers? Well, let me put it this way. We made some money. Okay, okay. so they robbed you, the son of a bitches. <laughs> we have a very dear friend. I can't get, I could get Joya, Joya Bruno. And Joya is from the group Expose. Expose. She worked her nuts off. She made like five, ten million dollars, right? She got zip. Zorch. No, she made way more than that. They sold it. They she had got, eight, she eight top nothing. ten hits. They had eight top ten hits. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, she got nothing. Could you believe they that? They got bullshit? $200 a night to sell out a 50,000 thing arena or that's, whatever. That's and they what got went on bucks. back in those days. Cece Pennington, who's our dearest friend in the world, with uh, her song Finally. She they, got robbed too. They <laughs> used it in the movie Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And never gave her a nickel, never gave her the rights. And they changed the name of the song. And changed the name of the song. So, of course, we got Cece, and I gave her a piece of my mind. I said, girl, get the fuck out there and sue those mothers to death. Get money. So isn't it sad uh, so how the music business is so fucked over? Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it will change in the future. But, yeah, you're talking about back in the, what, the 70s? 70s and in the early 70s 80s. 70s and 80s, yeah. everybody yeah. got robbed. So, first of all, everybody in the chat room is saying what a legend you are and how legendary you are, and you guys are right. So let me do a little bragging for him because I know that... Wait, they, I want to say something first. You know we cannot play your music. We're not allowed anymore. The, 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 uh, the, the Nazis, I call them the Nazis, 
they uh, stopped us from playing anyone's music. We used to play music of all the guests that came we on would, the show. We would have played. Because we play on YouTube. YouTube doesn't let you do it. Facebook Nazi, doesn't let YouTube, you do it. Twitter. Nobody lets you play it, so we can talk about the songs. And when I put it up on TV channels, I can add videos and stuff to it. But doing it live, we're not allowed to play the music. Right. So we would, have, um, we would have definitely played. Otherwise, they we would have had Celebrate on, for sure. We had John B. on, and we played one of his songs, and we got shut down in the middle of our interview. <laughs> it's Nazis. It's it's those Nazis. We don't, we don't, want, that, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, uh, we don't want that no, to happen, because no. then we don't get to talk about all the cool things. So here's some of the legendary things, you guys, for uh, Robert Cool Bell. First of all, Cool and the Gang, they sold over 80 million records worldwide. They had 25 top 10 R&B hits, 9 top 10 pop hits, 31 gold and platinum albums. And some my, my three favorite songs, Get Down On It. That's really my favorite one. Get Down On It, Celebration, and Ladies Night. But there's a zillion more. The guy's like a total legend. And and you guys are still touring, right? Well, not right now during COVID, but you guys are still touring, right? Well, uh, before the Corona Blues, yeah, we were doing about 100 shows a year. Right now, we're not working probably until... Uh, Nobody's like, working because of the stupid virus. Yeah, yeah. Now listen, with all the money, well, well, that money, with all the fame you've got, did you turn into some kind of a stupid-ass snob? He's on our show, so he's not a snob. <laughs> no, a lot of people are nice. Hey, 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 I, I do my own shopping. I just was at public going today. There the you go. You sound, like, you sound like a regular Joe, a guy I, I could be friends with. You know, you know, I'm a regular Joe. That's why I'm on your show. He writes lyrics as he speaks. I love it. Yo, listen up. Um, I meet a lot of people that I knew from 30, 40 years ago when they were nothing. Now they're working and they think who the fuck they are. And I want to remind them that, you know, you're not that great. Not you, them. And they get very offended. Would you of get course. it? <laughs> did, did, you ever have, did you ever have somebody come up to you and say, I hate your music. It sucks. I never listened to it. Not directly, but, you know, I can be sitting in a restaurant somewhere and I can hear them talking about me. Nobody, nobody says that. Huh? No one could say anything bad about your music. Well, they got to no, be fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they could if they're jealous. All those jealous, or, those jealous or, or people. Or they're hard of hearing and they're hearing some other sound. But think about it. If you were like a one-hit wonder, which we don't want to, like, you know, not Knock say anything one, bad one to anybody, home. but let's say I had one hit that sold, you know, a million records and I'm sitting next to you. You know, and you sold like freaking 100 million records. And, you know, I might be like, hey, you know, I don't like your shit. My shit's better, even though I only got one hit and you got like 50. Would I upset you if I said to you, Johnny Manthus is my favorite singer in the world? No. What, you, no, what, do, you, what do you think of Johnny? I, I like Johnny Manthus. I, I Johnny love Matt, him. Me too. I know him. I got some of his right now, right back in my patio here. There you go. We listen. We listen to it on our patio too. Yeah, Johnny. So, I've met Johnny a couple of times, and he's the sweetest guy in the world. I love him to pieces, and his voice is better than Sinatra. He's probably the greatest singer of our time because he's made more people get pregnant and more people get married. Also, though, you got to remember because Ron's time is different than everybody else's time. Yeah, I'm an old fuck. I'm. 80 he's eighty. Old. He's eighty. I'm ready for the box. I'm ready for the box, and it's not the box next to me. It's the wooden box. <laughs> He <laughs> like that one. So, all right. So, let's do some more bragging. So, listen, you guys. This is Robert Cool Bell, Cool in the Gang, and and one of the things that we can, we're going to talk about because he just launched his own champagne line. It's called Le Cool Champagne. The website is lecoolchampagne.com. That's L E K O O L Champagne. 
com. And uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the champagne. I know it's available from what I read online. It's available in New York, California, and Florida. Those are all the three places that we go a lot. And I'm still waiting for the free bottle you sent me. (laughs) (laughs) They're on their way. You know, you want us to push it. We got to drink it. Uh, I understand that your champagne is um, natural, no preservatives or stuff. Am I right? No, it's it's a mixture of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Oh, that's why I loved it. I'm, I'm a Pinot Noir freak. I love Pinot so. Tell Noir. us a little bit about. Give yourself a good plug about about the Lacool Champagne. Well, I started about I guess a couple of years ago. I was uh, touring over in France, and the guy came up to me. He was a promoter. He said, "I got this champagne on." Uh, on Barry White, the late Barry White at the time, and also one of the BGs, and I would like to do a champagne with you guys and uh, sell it at the concert. I said, well, you know, I mean, I would, I prefer retail because you sell it at the concert. Somebody going to pay $60, $70, $80 for a ticket. Then they're going to buy a bottle of champagne, too, after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. They might, they might get a T-shirt or a cap. So short, you know, I came up with this idea concept for champagne called the cool champagne. And I hey, how, are you, how are you priced? Well, reasonable. Uh, 80, you know, depends on the, the, the retail, all, all the restaurant, they can charge as much as they want. Yeah. I mean, I are, you, are you are you are you priced like Thunderbird or Ripples? No, <laughs> <laughs> remember the old days? Remember the old days when we used to drink Ripples and Thunderbird? Yeah, I used to drink it when I was a kid. I was just doing an interview yesterday with some of the guys I grew up with, and we talked about uh, Thunderbird and Orange So Good sitting on the corner in Jersey City on the corner of the project singing those songs. Me too. One day they'll be able to. What what pro- I was I was raised born and raised in the Red Hook projects in Brooklyn. What projects were you in? Lafayette, Booker T, Pacific Avenue, Jersey City. Oh, Jersey! You're a Jersey boy. Okay, that's oh, yeah. a Brooklyn boy. So, we, you and I should really have a Ripples drink one day or a Thunderbird <laughs> in in memory of the old good old days. But anyway, um, where where, where can we get where can we get your champagne? Well, right now, like I said, it's in. Uh, State of, uh, actually, February, state of New Jersey just added us. So we have New Jersey, New York, uh, Florida. What and, stores? Uh, what uh, stores? In stores or is it mail order? Yeah, go. No, it's stores. Well, that, that's really just coming out. Uh, I mean, uh, they have uh, Eckers in uh, New York. But we're just kind of like getting out there. It's got to be delicious if it's Pinot Noir. I love Pinot Noir. There's nothing better than steak tartare with Pinot Noir and a piece of stale bread. Oh, my God. Is that a meal? And so how is your champagne with food? Is it a, a drink it alone or drink it with? Well, it all depends on the occasion. You know, in terms of the food, uh, uh, I would say fish. Uh, okay. Can I have cake? Can I have cake pastries or cake with it? Is, is it good? No, don't laugh. There's a champagne only for cake, you know. It's a dessert champagne. Uh, is your champagne conducive to uh, cake? Ron just likes cake more than so he likes food. I don't food. give a shit about. <laughs> I, I hate I hate fish. So that was a lousy illustration. Now, <laughs> you wanna, you wanna, if you want to gain weight, you can have it with cake. He loves pasta. Well, that's because I'm pasta. that's because I'm a mafia guinea from Brooklyn. You know, you got to watch your ass at me, Lorraine. You could be my. Can tomato. you have it with pasta? You can have it with pasta. Sure. Wouldn't Lorraine make my good? Uh, gun gun mall, you you got to be my chick. Like you know, I'm a, I'm a mafia guy, and you're my broad, my chick. But we are already. 
I know. We're, I, we're, in a, we're in a movie together. We play husband and wife, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, and I said there's another movie that we're meeting with the producers tonight where I play a mafia king, a head of a mafia, and I suggested that Lorene play my tomato. Actually, hold on. Go to him. Have you ever – because I know you're on TV a lot because concerts and stuff. Like, have you ever been in a movie or has Cool and the Gang been, like, featured, like, playing in a movie? No, not yet. But uh, we, we're working on a movie sooner or later, probably the, the next year. Yeah. Oh, well, let me know about that because I'm a fucking great producer. Yeah, he is. He is. Well, let, me tell you, let me tell you the working title right now is Hollywood Swinging, number one with a bullet. I love it. Hollywood Swinging. What is it about? What's it about? Well, growing up, growing up in Jersey City and uh, dealing with the, just like most of the other groups, dealing with the good time, the hard time. But uh, yeah, that, that's the concept. Did you see Jersey Boys? Yeah. The movie? Yeah. I went and saw that movie, and Ron was like, this was my life. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely the truth. I mean, I used to go shopping when everything fell off a truck. I mean, I one time went up to a, a, a the church. It fell off the truck. <laughs> there, was a, there, there was a church in Brooklyn, and next to the church was a, a house with a long staircase. And they had suits that were hot. So I went up, and I rang the bell, and a cop answers the door. And I got scared. I said, oh, excuse me, is this the priest's house? Make him believe. He said, get in here. The suits are on the rack. <laughs> 50 bucks for like $300 suits for 50 bucks. I was the best dressed guy in Brooklyn. I said, Ron, you said it when they fell out the truck in Jersey City, when the solo truck stopped at the red light, we said, take the souls off the truck. Absolutely. You know, it be, it it beats high prices at Bergdorf's. It beats Bergdorf's high prices. I think so too. So so um let's see. You wanna ask him you got any yes. think of a question? Let's let meanwhile if you need a sexy blonde in your movie, this tomato is really hot looking. Yeah, and she's been in a great Yes movies. he is, this tomato. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she's got great legs too. Watch it. We almost shot. We almost I'm shot. Her, you almost shot her beaver. We almost shot your beaver. Look at her. Look at this sexy tomato. Too, too, too bad Jimmy and I are gay, or we would have a threesome going to right now. We, we already did this morning when I got here. <laughs> they're they're going to believe that. You guys think they're gay, huh? <laughs> cool. cool. Did it's you, a trick. Did you know that I married Jimmy? Yeah, we're married. Well, yeah, I, I had a concussion and I got married. I also want to say, like, I, I saw your interview with Michael Damien because he's a very good friend of ours. Oh, we love, love Michael Damien. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Michael Damien, yes. Michael's a buddy. Yes. He's, and his wife, Janine, I'm crazy about. Yeah, we, we're really good friends. And he's very got a bunch of movies friends. that he does. And, and we actually met him because he originally became a guest on our show like 10 years ago. Uh, CBS contacted us to bring him on the show a long time ago, and so it was a lot of fun. But um, and we also did his red carpet for his first movie. I interviewed all the celebrities on the carpet, and I think that uh, he was going to have a nervous breakdown because he never knew how I interview. And I interview like Ron. Will this take long? <laughs> Continue. Okay, no, no, you need. Uh, you got a question? Think of no, a question. No, I'm, I'm listening. I, I just thought. I uh, know uh, because we need to this let. This is the uh, Ron Russell show with Ron Russell. No, no, we need what to. Oh, is she not a bitch or what? <laughs> I'm going to take back my introduction to you. <laughs> no, we need to promote more. Okay, so first of all, you guys don't forget. Okay, so it's La Cool Champagne. You can get it if you're in New Jersey. 
uh, New, New York, York, Florida, and California. The website is lacoolchampagne.com. Um, are you in La social cool media? Like, do you do your own? Do you have like a Twitter or an Instagram or anything? Do you do any of that stuff for people or no? Lacoolchampagne.com uh, uh, and the champagne is lacoolchampagne.com. There you go. I'm just, I'm just getting social in the media. I'm old school. I That's got okay. Brooklyn. Yeah, he's old school too. He does Facebook yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah. I do his Twitter and his Instagram. Well, she said I, she said I couldn't speak, so there you go. <laughs> so okay, so let's see. Let's do bucket list. Like, uh, do you have a who are some like when you guys go on tour? Who's some of the funnest people that you guys have like gone on tour with that you had the most fun? Maybe everybody else doesn't think so. Well, I don't but. know. Like the funnest, I know we had a great time with Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Oh, uh, that know. would be awesome. Party that much? We did forty-eight shows with them. How cool is that? And that's David Lee Roth, Van Halen. That's like Van Halen, Van Halen, like. Like like the way they used to the be back when the, the real deal. He just came back. Uh, he came back and joined uh, the other two brothers. Was he really a choir boy, like I hear? Well, he was uh, good with us. I mean, he was doing, you know, David does his thing. I, I know the ladies love him, right? Absolutely. I'm sure they were like throwing panties everywhere. Of course. <laughs> Which that makes it like a whole fun. So when you guys are out performing, do you have certain songs that are your like favorite ones to do? Well, of course, everybody want to hear uh, uh, Celebration, but like Get Down On It, uh, Fresh, Funky Stuff, Hollywood Swinging. And I have to say Summer Madness. There you go. Okay. Hollywood because what was Madness. really good about your group is you never really had the same sound. Celebrate and Get Down On It are absolutely two different sounds. So it was always a fresh new piece of music. It wasn't like, oh, shit. Like, you know, who what was it? that? Somebody. Oh, you know, do you want to get out. Anita, Anita Baker. Anita Baker came out with I a great song. song. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm speaking. You know, I really hate the both of <laughs> Anita Baker came out with a song that was a smash hit. I forgot the title of it, but everybody knows Anita Baker's song. And then she came out with three songs after that sounded exactly like it. And Anita Baker disappeared. Had somebody really advised her to change her sound, she may have existed a little longer. Now, let's talk about my girlfriend, Miss LaBelle. Have you guys ever performed with Patti LaBelle? Yeah, many shows back in the, in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, I my mean, God. That's his favorite. Is, she is the greatest <laughs> female vocalist in the whole world. LaBelle can do anything, sing anything, hit any, any note. Any range. The greatest range. She is the most incredible singer. I love and adore her. And I was going to ask you if you had a phone number. I want to call her. Patty and I are the same age. We were born the same year. Patty's 80 as well as I am. And she made that beautiful cake, and I ate her cake and became a diabetic. <laughs> I mean, she's got the cake. Her, 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 was, it was her, grandma, was her, her grandmother's recipe, her grandmother's recipe, or great-grandmother's recipe, and it's cobbler. It's like eight dollars. What's cobbler? Cobbler. Cobbler. Like peach oh, cobbler. cobbler. Like, I think hers is blueberry. Anyway, I oh, bought cobbler. it. I bought it, and I had to get a wheelbarrow to wheel it home. It was that heavy. It is the most uh, delicious cake. Oh, you, you, do you ever have Patty LaBelle's cake? Her pies? Yeah, yeah it's very good. Yeah. Her pies is uh, absolutely They're not very good. They're delicious. But after you eat a slice of her pie, you run around the block at 30 miles an hour. 
for two hours. So much sugar in them. And you know, Patty's a diabetic. And I would love to say to her, Patty, you're a diabetic. Why didn't you do a sugar-free pie? And the answer would have been, who the fuck wants a sugar-free pie? <laughs> I'm not going to speak anymore, Lorene Landon. I'm wait, wait, let what did, you wait, wait. Let him, he, he just said something, but I didn't what hear did it. What would you say, cool? Say it again, cool. Well, I'll say it's so well. That's there you go. So so listen up. So uh, when the COVID thing gets up, cool in the game, you're going to be going back out again then, right? Yeah, uh, probably going to start off in Europe. Where, oh, in, where Europe. in Europe? Well, we're looking at uh, Germany, possibly in France, Italy. We, we do uh, quite a bit of shows. Uh, Actually, we have Germany in the chat room. Say hi to B, Claudia. She's in Germany. Say hi, B. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. There you go, B. There's your hello. They're coming. Cool and the Gang is coming to Germany. And, and so, where do, if people go to coolandthegang.com, can they? That's where they'll find your schedule. Absolutely, yes. So you guys go to coolandthegang.com. You can find out where they're going to be going. Can they also? Can they order the cool champagne off of your website? Uh, yes, thecoolchampagne.com. Yes. So you guys can get the champagne at lecoolchampagne.com. Are you allowed to ship it to the states, the other states that you don't sell it in? Uh, well, I mean, the United States is a little strange in terms of uh, cutting deals in every uh, every particular state, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Do, do you think you'll ever be coming to Palm Springs? And if you do, will you comp us that night? <laughs> I love Palm Springs. <laughs> He answered he loves the Palm Springs part. <laughs> yes, Palm Springs is fabulous. I didn't hear that, Ron. Another part. No, part. you got to comp us because we give you free PR. Don't forget. Uh, we go see your show. We write about it, and we go all over. You know, right now there's over 5, five million, million people. 5 million people are watching, are watching and listening right to now. us. So if I say Cool and the Gang sucked, terrible show, don't go, nobody goes. And if I say, oh, yeah, right. and if I say <laughs> Cool and the Gang is great, everybody goes. It's worth the comp. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the ego might be a little big. There. No, 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 no. Cool. You're from Jersey. I'm from Brooklyn. We know how to work it. One hand washes the other, babe, right? Uh, uh, so, Ron, you're the man. Yeah, Ron's the man. He said, hey, Ron, you're the man. Yeah, you he thinks he's the man. We got to stay in contact with you. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, yeah, uh, fans. And we'll cook dinner. You guys can all come over for dinner. Everybody yeah, I, always I, comes I over for dinner. Fabulous chefs. I make Italian Not me, food. him. Jimmy couldn't cook his way I out of I a I couldn't cook my way out of a fabulous, paper bag. Fabulous even even if he was, Jimmy was on death row, he couldn't Yeah, I, I can't cook, but no. I do the dishes. Yeah, I'll cook a great <laughs> Italian meal. Tell them what happened with the dogs, uh, with the watermelon. Oh, quick. yeah. You know, we're, you we're expecting Lorene to come here, and we have guests coming tonight, producers and directors. And our big dog is 135 pound. He's a bull mastiff. Uh, Fila, Brazilian. F- F- Brazilian Fila, and he's vicious. So oh, not with us, but with strangers, because we need that. You know, we have to protect ourselves from people who dislike gay people. So he grabbed a watermelon and brought it into the foyer and all three dogs ate the watermelon. All over the floor. All <laughs> over the floor. So do you know what it's like getting watermelon juice dried off of a wooden floor? It's a motherfucker. And I had to get on my knees and scrub that floor because Lorene was coming, and I didn't want her to think that somebody peed on the floor. We no, you would ask me to scrub the floor. You've done it before when I come over. No, I would have asked you. Can you clean the toilet, please? No, I would have asked her to get down on her hands and knees and scrub the floor so I could watch her ass wiggle as she was scrubbing the floor. We are so politically incorrect on this show. <laughs> yeah, you know what? But we're a lot of fun because cool. Right now, don't you feel like we're all buddies hanging out? 
It's not a stupid show. Don't you feel good? He's thinking, what the hell am I doing on this show? No, cool's cool's cool cool is cool. I, I know who to play with and I know who not to. If you're one, you know, pull up your ass waspy person, I don't play with you because you have no sense of humor. But um, cool is Who's, cool. Uh, who, do you have a uh, do you have a comedian that you like? Uh, it's been a while. I mean, it's back in the day, Eddie Murphy, this one, that one. Uh, oh, I love Eddie Murphy. How about Dave Chappelle? How about love, Dave he's Chappelle? my favorite. Dave Chappelle's my favorite. Dave oh, Chappelle. Dave, do you like him? I like Lewis. Lewis, what's his face? No, Lewis Black. Him. I like Lewis Dave, Black. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Do you like she hit me, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. I love Dave Chappelle. He's a scream. Do you, do you ever hear him? Do you ever watch him? Oh, he says whatever he comes out of his mouth, he says it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like, love it. I uh, he's my favorite. Now, 15,000 By far, 1, of all time, of all time. I gotta like love it. So anyway, so here's what we're gonna do, you guys, because we gotta uh, we gotta keep moving on. Um, this is Robert Cool Bell, you guys. First of all, Cool and the Gang, gang one of the biggest, most popular, most legendary yes! groups in the history of music. They're fabulous. Uh, Robert Cool Bell is a, a wonderful, wonderful fucking musician, cool guy. Thank you so much for coming on and the show, handsome. you guys. We got it. Everybody's got to get the Cool Champagne so they can go from four states to how many states are there? Fifty one, fifty. How many states do we have? Are you, are you stupid or what? Yeah. I don't even know how many states are there. I'm not going to tell. You don't even know. That's why you're not saying. Well, I think there's 52. There's 51. 51. Okay, I was right. So we wanted to be taken in all 51 states. Believe it or not, I graduated sixth in my class. Yeah, he's so, yeah, in Florida. In hey, some- hey, 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 listen. The, the governors are shutting the states down every, every hour. Oh, yeah. we can't here. Don't bring it here. Don't bring it here. You're terrific. Hey, listen, cool. From me to you, thank you for celebration. God bless. God bless you. What an honor. What an honor and a privilege. And you're certainly worth your name. You are cool. Absolutely. So thank you so much. We wish you all the luck with it. Anytime you got anything to promote, let us know. We'll bring you back and uh, we'll promote all we can. So thank you very much, and we'll see you soon. I think Ron coming out with us, Ron. You know, in Europe next year, Ron. Hey, baby, we're going to hang and we're going to talk about... He'll come. And we have B. Kravitz. She's in Germany. Hell. No, we could talk about our early years drinking Thunderbird and singing in the Project Hallways. Remember how the sound was great in the Project Hallway? Oh, yeah. It was better than any sound system today. All us guys, we used to harmonize. What songs? Earth Angel, before his time. I mean, I'm 80 years old, so when I was singing in the halls of the Project... That's all? Well, uh, uh, Lorene, I thought you were my friend. But anyway, um, we used to harmonize. Bum, bum, ba, 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 bum, 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 Remember that? I got no money, no money in my pocket. No, my song was, I'll build, I'll build you a castle, a castle in the sky. Built for you an idea, built for you and I. Bum, bum, bum. I used to love those rock. Those are... You know, I want to do a quick story if I have a minute. I remember. Oh, no, please. No, shut up. Don't. I remember in our neighborhood. Oh, no, God, listen. No. I, want, I want to talk about how we have grown and how we are really not what people think we are, a racist country. Because when I was a young kid. No, you're not supposed to talk about I'm this not stuff. talking politics. I'm talking truth. Um, when I was a young kid, if you walked in the white neighborhood with a portable radio on your shoulder and it was the ink spots, let's say, 
people would yell, get them off the radio. Okay, and I used to go, fuck you. Anyway, we've come a long, long way because today black folk rule music. I mean, we love all of the beautiful black entertainers that are out there with Miss LaBelle all the way down to CC. They're the Pennington. best ones. <laughs> so I think we have come a long way and I think we should understand that. Uh, for the young kids today who think they're being uh, suppressed, no, you're not. My day, you were suppressed. 1950. Wait a second, though, because I, now I have a question since we kept him on the air. So, so in, in Get Down On It, who's the guy who does, who does the voice at the beginning? Of Get Down On It or Jungle Boogie? No, Get Down On It. Get Down On It. Okay. That's uh, the lead singer at that time, uh, J.T. Taylor. I love that deep voice. Like, do you want to yeah, get down? Get down on it. I love no, it. Nobody was better than Barry White. Oh, no, they were I mean, better. You wanna, wow. No, you want to talk yeah. about baritone, Barry White? Oh, my God, was he fabulous. Oh, oh my God. God. Did, you ever, yes. did you ever meet Barry White? Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice guy. Probably, bet, right? it's, it's probably more to say who he hasn't met because he's no, probably met I everybody. You, I bet Barry White, I think, would have been a regular Joe also. A nice fella, right? Absolutely. We worked with Barry back in the summer. Yeah, he was another great entertainer. Great, great entertainer. I got to like him. I knew Sammy Davis Jr. That's my claim to fame. Not too many people met Sammy Davis Jr. And Sammy was the funniest guy in the world. A prankster, a yeah. jokester. He, oh, I mean... Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, if you went to sit down at, at his table, the seat was pulled out. I mean, he was just the funniest guy. And I met him at the Copacabana the night I went to see the Supremes back in 1962, maybe. And he really... I wasn't even born. He promoted. He, he really promoted. <laughs> you were you? No, he promoted the Supremes. He really was in favor of, of making them famous. Yeah. Uh, did, did you ever meet Sammy? Yeah, uh, we were on the Johnny Carson show when Sammy was the host. Oh, you, wow. How cool is that? I, I, I wish I, what year were you on? I was on the Carson oh, show. Man, what year? I just said way back in the day. In the 70s, you said, he said. I, I was on the Johnny Carson show with Dudley Moore. There you go. When all the marbles and I, the jury and airplane two came out. I was on the best of When we Car said she's Carson a movie twice. star, we weren't lying. Like She's like a movie star. <laughs> she does real movies. Not porno, but real movies. <laughs> I mean, I was suggesting. What? I wanted, I wanted to do a porno. I love doing pornos. I, want, I wanted to do a porno. I don't do her. pornos, ever. Never. But I was trying to talk her into doing a porno with me. We didn't need a camera. We would just like rehearse the porno, you know, and then maybe shoot it one day. You yeah, like right. that, cool? All right, cool? You know I'm a dirty cool. old man. Yeah, I'm a dirty yeah. old man. I'm just, I still think he's straight. I'm, I'm just an old pig. Myself. No, I'm not straight. I was married for 16 years, and I love You were married to a woman, though. A woman, and, and I love... And you had two beautiful I, children. I love Putin. You know, I'm not... What's Putin? Putin what's between your legs. But, uh, you know, I mean... <laughs> You know, sex is beautiful. Listen, I asked Tony, I see this every time. Tony Curtis was a buddy of mine. And I asked Tony, I said, Tony, you wrote me a book, you're gay. I mean, that you made it with men. Are you gay? He said, I'm not gay, Ron. He said, I love sex. And I don't care who it's with. So that's how I am. I love sex, too. I mean, I would do her in a minute if I wasn't married to Jimmy. <laughs> what a perv. Everybody in the chat room was like, Lauren needs to just smack you. <laughs> All right, so we're going to let you go. Cool. Thank you so much, you guys. Hey, look, cool. Thecoolchampagne.com, cool. you guys. Cool. I look so forward to meeting you in you're person. I think we will have a blast. Oh, she's, real quick, she said you're very handsome, by the way. You can respond to that one. Way. 
Yeah, well, thank you very much. Sure, there you I'm go. Sure you know <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you so much. Hey, yeah, bye bye. God bless. Bye, cool. God bless. Hey, bye, everybody. So that was Robert Cool Bell from Cool in the Gang. Lots of stuff and going really, on in the chat he room. He really is cool. He really and, is. And cool. I wasn't bullshitting. If they come yeah. to Palm Springs, I'm cooking dinner oh. for these guys. We are going to have a blast. Cool and I together, we could rock the earth. He's a very cool He's guy. A funny, and guy. they really have had so many hits. Great sense. You know, I have an insight. I know how to. I know who. To, I've had some bitches on our show that you couldn't do shit with, and the shows were bombs. They didn't get like ten ratings. And when I got people like this that I know how I can play with, the ratings go through the ceiling. So, so let's talk to Lorena a little bit. No, so. I'm not talking to her because she's very mean to me. Oh yeah, right. That's you're telling of everybody on. That's you're telling five million people how you'd like take her poontang and poontang. I didn't even know what it meant. You know, I got news for you. Any straight guy that wouldn't want her poontang ain't so straight. True. So hold on. Let's let's brag a little bit for especially if he has cataracts. Let's no no. Let's brag a little bit for you. So you were on you were on Johnny Carson with Dudley Moore. Was Dudley Moore nice? I always had a crush on Dudley Moore. Yeah, I used I used to date Dudley Moore. Cute though, he's okay, a cute little guy. I, I dated him, but I found out he was dating Susan Anton at the time. Yes, and you know what? I heard he had a, a dick the size of like eleven inches. I never dick. saw. It. I never saw. <laughs> it. Well, he had that little. That we little, never slept together. That little no. five foot guy I heard had a wang that hit the knee. He, was he really probably hard. did. No, I swear to God, I'm not lying. Is Susan Anton was she kind of like your competition because you were like both like hot bombs? Well, she was older than me. She was I, I was older. I okay, she was older than me, and. Um, I met him on the Tonight Show, and what happened was I, um, Johnny Carson was making jokes about me wrestling and being this, uh, you know, doing suplexes, uh, airplane spins, uh, drop kicks, and he said to do a, a move on John, on uh, Dudley Moore. So I picked up Dudley Moore, swung him around, and carried him off the stage. Right, and Dudley Moore was screaming, laughing. The whole audience was, and uh, so we started seeing each other after that uh, a couple of times. That's cool. And, and then um, I found out through a friend of mine, a producer, a friend of mine at MGM, that he was heavily involved with Susan Anton. I knew that. He yeah. likes those tall, thin blondes. Well, he, he, he wouldn't stop calling me. Because no, he likes crawling up your legs. He found out where I lived. I didn't even tell him. He showed up where I lived one day, <clears throat> but I didn't let him in. And I never let him out either. But anyway, that's another story. Thank you. So you guys, so she was in this movie. Too, so let's tell them some airplane Two. Everybody knows she's the hot stewardess in airplane Two. all the marbles. Tell us. Some, I liked all the jury. I like I, the jury a lot. Thank you. That's um, one of my favorite films so, I've ever done. And that, so tell everybody a little bit about I, the jury and all the marbles, just so people know, like they don't, cause they don't realize what kind of royalty you are sitting here. Well, all the marbles was a huge MGM film at the time. <clears throat> Pardon me. I starred, I uh, started the movie with Peter Falk, Columbo. Yeah, Columbo. And they saw over 2,000 women for the part. And one of them was Kathleen Turner. And um, and you dogged her, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, you're so fucking loud. That's okay. And and they narrowed it down to, pardon me, 12. My throat's dry. Okay, have a little drink. That's why I put that there. That's and it's, le it's lemonade. Lorene does not do drugs and does not drink. No, I don't Actually, drink. it's water. <laughs> it's, it is water. Anyway, um, so they narrowed it down to 12 of us, and from that 12, um, they sent um, us to a screen test at the studio, and then from that 12, um, they called, called me one night and said, it's now down to four, you're one of the four, and Larry Cohen kept saying to me back then, you're going to get it, you're going to get it, and to me, it was an impossibility. I came from, uh, grew up in El Monte from Canada, and I 
the only thing I really had in my favor was I was extremely af- athletic and, and extremely beautiful. Don't forget that. Uh, no, not not. Oh, not. please, Lorena. I saw pictures of you. Everybody in Hollywood is beautiful. No, I saw pictures of no, you. No, not really. Ago. Like, look at all the commercials on I mean, TV now. They have to, now they're putting all the ugly people in ugly, commercials. Ugly, <laughs> ugly people. You'd never get a commercial today, Lorene. Never. Yeah, you're too beautiful. You're too beautiful. People, Brian can't get one either. People, well, thank you, Jimmy. Oh, that's so so anyway, they narrowed it down to four, and they said this to a wrestling school for uh, 12 weeks, and then the actor strike hit. And what Vicki Frederick and I did that the other two girls didn't do, we continued to go to wrestling school during the actor strike because uh, we, our, our passion, desire to get that damn part eclipsed anything, everything win we had to win we had to i was so competitive growing up in school in uh high school because my dad wouldn't let us go out with boys ever never ever ever no dates no nothing and so he encouraged us to do sports so um that really uh catapulted precipitated my getting that film i'm sure and the last day of the last day of shooting um the wrestling sequences uh, they called us all in. Uh, this is in rehearsal. Uh, and they, they sent two girls in the front door. They went out a back door. Then they sent me, and I was the third one in, to see Robert Aldrich, the director, who I kept calling Robert Altman. <laughs> he didn't think that was too funny. But I, I didn't know. I was 19. And so uh, I, went, I went in the, the door, and, and he said, well, Alf, because you always call me Alf, Alf Landon. And he said, you did a really, really good job. Uh, you worked your ass off in the tra- wrestling training. You you have done an unbelievable job. And he says, but, and he's looking out the window. Uh-oh. And I, I know. And I screamed, but you don't want me for your movie, right? <laughs> and he says, no, but you're not going to play the part you wanted to play. You're playing, uh, you're playing Molly. And I said, you want me in your movie? What's what's wrong? Are you are are you okay? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? I mean, I was in shock. So he said, "Go out and tell Vicky Frederick. She tell her something bad news. Tell her she didn't get it. Tell her just get out there and tell her it's real bad." And I said, "I don't want to do that, Robert. That's not nice." And he said, "I don't give a shit. You got the part. Get out there." <clears throat> so I went out. Pardon me. And I went out. And Vicky's sitting out there, looking at me, looking at me. And I said. Yeah, it's they want to call they want you to come in and i said it doesn't look good she said what and i said i'm so sorry yeah she <laughs> said, oh, no i said i'm sorry vicky i'm so sorry so she walks in and as she walks in the door closes about a minute later i hear oh, i'm gonna kill you laureen <laughs> i'm gonna kill so you you were Maureen. both in it so it was Vicky Frederick and myself. Yeah. There you go. But That's he, terrific. He told me not to say anything to her. He made me swear. And I mean, it's Robert Aldrich, one of the three greatest movie directors in Absolutely. the history of the world. Right. The world. Uh, They're all talking about Hundra. They like Hundra, but I like I the Jury. So let's talk about I the Jury real quick. Okay. Uh, and then and then you can talk it about Hundra. It, yeah, yeah, that's why I like the one reason I like 20th it is, Century Fox film. Robert Egypt gave me a fabulous review. Roger Ebert, uh, I was stunned when I met him at the Cannes Film Festival. He turned me around because I was there for the Hundra for at uh, the Cannes Film Festival for Hundra, my film, the Sword and Sorcerer film. I did 38, 48 stunts in the film. And he tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and it was Robert Ebert. And I, I was stunned. And he said, I just wanted to tell you, you were magnificent as a Velda in I, the jury. 
and I, I I don't think I ever got over that. Um, and then he saw he saw Hundra that night, and he said it was one of his favorite films of all time. And he said after that he would never ever 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 write a bad review about me because I was absolutely spectacular. Those these were his words. Even after I said at dinner, because I was always just curious, just curious. I I asked him at dinner in front of my directors, producers from Hundra. I said. Um, do you mind if I ask you a question? And he said, no, ask me anything. I love you. I adore you. Ask me anything. You're Arnold Schwarzenegger in a, uh, in a G string. And I said, <laughs> I said, are you gay? I just, I was just being honest, you know, I didn't care. I was just curious. Cause I just, and he says, and the uh, producer and director next to me kicked me on both sides and the, place, <laughs> the table went flying. All their wine went all over the place and he laughed and he laughed and he says, you know what, Lorraine, I love you for saying that because so many people in Hollywood and the industry think that everybody thinks that and says things like this behind my back. It says things about me behind my back and you have the honesty. Uh, uh, just ask. To just ask. And he said, no, I am not gay. I'm not gay. And I, I said, think he was lying. No, he wasn't. He married, he married an attorney. Yeah, I was married too. Did that make me think oh. about it? I thought oh. he, I always thought he, <laughs> You You never know. You know, I talked about this on a wonderful Canadian show. What was his name? George's show. What is it called? Meet Me for Coffee. Meet Me for Coffee was a great interview. And I was trying to say that Barbara Stanwyck was gay and so was Robert Taylor. And they lived in a lavender marriage that Hollywood put together because they didn't want people. Lavender. Lavender means both parties are gay and they get married just to cover up a beard. And so many people think Like Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. So many people like Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. But so many people that are fans of Barbara Stanwyck have gotten upset and said Barbara Stanwyck was not gay. Barbara Stanwyck was uh, Martha Ray, the famous comedian singer who had a gay bar in Florida, South Florida, Miami. Barbara Stanwyck was there one night and she was dressed completely as a man in drag with a girl. And it was a, a gay bar. So I don't say things I don't know. Um, People have this idea because you are married, you're straight, or because you have sex with a woman, you're straight. People forget that there's choice. Choice is we know who we are, but we have a choice to who we prefer to be with. I was married for 16 years, and now I'm married for nine years to Jimmy, and I'm happy in my relationship with Jimmy. I wasn't too happy in my relationship with my wife because my wife was a very famous model, very beautiful, and not a mother or or a mate. She drank quite a bit. She left us and hadn't seen her children in over 38 years and never got a word from her, nothing or child support. She has passed away in the last four years. You know, she lived a little too long, but that's okay. I'll forgive her. Um, So we don't know why we are who we are, but we are more than who we are. And this baloney about if you're married, you're straight. That doesn't play. Isn't that boring? I'm falling asleep. No, it's fascinating, actually. You think? Yeah. So, you know, like if I wasn't with Jimmy, I probably would make a play for Lorene and I would tell her I'm gay. That doesn't mean I can't function as a man. I most certainly can. And I will have desires for other men, but I will not go with them because I don't believe in cheating. So if a man is married to a woman and he cheats with a woman, that's okay. But if a man is married to a woman and cheats with a man, then he's taboo. He needs to be destroyed. Cheating is cheating. When you marry someone, that's the person you How about when you live with somebody? Then you can fuck it whoever you like. No, it depends. And it depends on what the terms of the relationship are. No, 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 no. Marriage means monogamy. 
Living together means I can go wherever I want. You have no claims to me. You're just somebody I live with. Because you didn't get married. That's why we have a marriage certificate, you and I, schmuck face. Because, <laughs> I'm schmuck face. <laughs> because if I ever catch you cheating, you're going to become a woman because I have a knife and I will do the surgery. <laughs> and you're going to be a very unattractive woman. So no I guy's, no guy, no guy's going to want to bang you as a woman. So you're going to walk around. As a with, woman, I would look pregnant. You're going to walk around with a, with a very vacant hole. I think that's like funny. What are they saying in the chat room? Cheating is never okay. What is Don saying? What is he saying? Cheating is never okay. No, it's not. Dave Hughes says he's a serial monogamist. (laughs) Uh, B B says cheating is not okay by any means. Good girl, B. So hold on, because they want to talk. They want to hear something about Hundra. So Hundra is like kind of like your. That's your action, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like you're the female Arnold Schwarzenegger. With a G string. Yes. Well, not really a G string. I had a had an outfit on. Um, yeah, we shot in Spain, Almeria and Segovia, Spain for uh, about four months. And I did about 40, 38 or 48 stunts in the film. And it was one, the most exciting uh, experience of my life, being able to shoot in Spain, Almeria and Segovia, where they shot uh, um, uh, the Conan film. And I, I fell in love with the people, fell in love with the Costa del Sol, I stayed at the Torre Luz and also stayed at the La Parra Hotel on the water. And I, it was an unbelievable time in my life. Um, I was obsessed with the director. I got myself in a lot of trouble because he wanted to be with all, all the other women, the girlfriends, because he didn't want me because he knew I had strong feelings for him. Um, so my uh, emphasis, my priority for the film was to be the best effing actor uh star woman that i could be to to prove effing effing means fucking i didn't say that um no but so anyway some of the some of the scenes i'm uh, um 90 feet up in the air after running up the up the steps and in a in a harness and swinging back and forth and there was no no boxes underneath at all so if i fell i would have been dead um have all you guys in the chat room seen hundred because you guys were the one talking about it Every, let me know if all of you guys have seen it. Are, are your movies streaming? Like, can we? Can people yes. stream your movies? You can see Sky, which I star with Diane Kruger on Netflix. Oh, and the Hollywood Reporter gave you a great Hollywood review. Hollywood Reporter gave me a fabulous. You review. guys, that's like the big Hollywood Reporter and Deadline are like the two biggest yeah, like things. They gave me a fabulous review, Hollywood Reporter. Let me say something. Lorraine Landon is a fabulous actress, but sometimes, unfortunately, they put her in a film where the editing destroys everything she's doing or the lighting or the lighting no not even the light. I'm talking cheap about, ass films no, lately. I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm, films I'm talking really. about one film in particular where your performance would have been outrageously outstanding and they chopped it and they ruined her performance and i was very pissed off because i saw the edit most people probably couldn't, but I saw what the movie. Uh, was that? I won't no, say. say. I we can't say. Was it recent? Yes. I'm not saying he's a good. Oh, I know. He's a good friend. Don't <laughs> oh, yeah. say it. Don't say it. He's a good yeah, friend. He's a very good friend. I know ours. what we're talking about. And I'm just saying how elegant and wonderful you are in the chat room. You have a, a great fan base in our in our fans. Thank you, everybody, for in the chat room. Yeah, absolutely, so and, and, and that movie Sky, you guys, you really do want to see that movie Sky. Isn't is Norman Netflix. Reedus or somebody in yeah, that? Yeah, Norman too? Reedus is in it. Um, you guys, if you're a Walking did, Dead fan, Norman Reedus is in that film also. Did anyone ever mispronounce your name? You mean, did anybody ever pronounce it right? No, did they ever say Latrine Landon? 
Uh, latrine is a toilet. I know, that's what I'm saying. My dad used to call me Laverne. My dad used to always call me Laverne. Latrine Because I was a lunatic comedian when I was young, or tried You're to be. You're still a lunatic comedian. Good. We had the most fun when we got we parties do. and went together. Oh, don't we? We did drive-by shooting. Oh, God, with, that was uh, great. And she came out in a gown with a, with a bath, with a trench coat, a rifle, and Mickey, those big, big slippers, like, what are they, Minnie Mouse slippers? Or? No, 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 they were bunny slippers. Bunny right? slippers. And she was the funniest thing. Don Don says she had to learn how to pronounce your name correctly when we became friends. And Don, I don't know, like, didn't I meet you at Crepidist? Is that when you met Lorena? Did you meet her before that? Because I'm pretty sure we met Don at Crepidist, and you were at Crepidist with us, Larry. with Larry. Yeah, so that was fabulous. Well, I don't remember meeting Don there at all, but I have talked to Don a couple of times on the uh, telephone, and she's a she's fabulous. She's Fabulous. Did you, did you remember and meeting so Big Mouth well. there? Was Big Mouth there? Did you Which meet him? one? This Big Mouth next to you. Of course I, we invited of course her. I met you. We invited her. Stop I'm going to beat you. You, you gave me the greatest compliment I'd ever had, I what? think, in my life. That you thought I was a female. Well, what else would you? Uh, a drag queen? Of course, I'm joking. Oh, no, no, you said you said I look like a, a woman from the 40s or 50s. Uh, no, 50s. I, I, called, I dress from the 50s. Called, yeah, see, Don met us at Crepidus. We met her at Crepidus. I called Lorene my movie star and i only refer to her as my movie star so whenever i write anything and i talk about the movie star it's lorene because lorene still has the glamour that separated star from public i tell all these people that come on our show come on dress nice don't come on looking like the girl next door the neighbor next door the fans don't like you they don't want you to be real they don't want you to look like them they want to be able to look and say oh i don't like her hair or i do or look at that jewelry. i should pay him 500 more dollars huh? <laughs> no no but it's true why do you think marilyn monroe still lives today because marilyn monroe was the icon the ultimate sexual, glamorous, fantasy movie star. Women copied her. Men dreamed about I said to Jane Russell, who was my buddy, I said, you know, Jane, guys wanted to marry you and come home and find you in an apron. But Marilyn Monroe, every guy wanted to just sleep with. And that was what it was. Marilyn just made men happy. And looking at her, men would smile and looking at her always like when she's in Niagara walking and her ass is shaking and they said it looked like jello on springs <laughs> men 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 got excited so these stars made us emotional or sexual or whatever unfortunately some of the stars that i go to see today with the exception of Charlize Theron who's exquisitely magnificent she's my favorite they don't do it they look Charlize like Theron Charlize Theron they don't do it. These these actresses today just don't do it. They look like mamby pamby nothing people. Um, but Lorene, any show, any movie she's been in, even when she's in jeans, she played a drunken slut, cigarette smoking, bad mother in a film. I mean, a real wicked bitch. And I love that performance because it's so it's so not Lorene. She was even glamorous. I mean, how do you, how are you glamorous with no makeup? Your hair is hanging like frizz. No, and, I wasn't glamorous. And she's a drunken, old, beat up, ex hippie smoking tramp. Some, some stretch, right? Anyway. No, it was a Actually, stretch. Actually, Jane oh, Doe, on. Jane Doe wrote, Lorene is the queen of glam. Shopping with her was so much fun. She's always ready for a red carpet and wows the camera every time. And she, you're right, Angie. It's true. Who Thank said you, that? Angela. Angela Joseph. Thank Angie. you, Angel. Angie Baby. Angel. Yeah, Angel. Angel. 
Angie Baby knows shit from good from Chanel. Okay, so now you guys, our next guest is actually in the studio. Hey, next so we're gonna guest. bring him in. Go ahead and bring him in, uh, uh, Rebel. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rebel. <laughs> Love you, Rebel. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm good. I've good. been listening to your show all day. Okay, good. So then you know what you're what you're in for. But before I can introduce you, how do I actually correctly pronounce your last name? You're like Europe without the up. Okay, you're. Okay. <laughs> all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredible talent. Wesley, you're. Hello and welcome to the show. Sure, welcome I'm talented, you. but you can't pronounce my name. What the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, he's the most amazing star. Now, what's his name? I can't remember. <laughs> That'd be great. You have to I have great. to tell you, the reason why I know who you are, besides like the toolbox murders, but well, let me introduce you to everybody first, and then I'm going to tell you this story. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Welcome. Hey, yeah. Welcome to the crazy house. This is our like guest and co-host of the day, Lorene Landon, which you guys might have met because she's been working for a long time. I am a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. There you go. You are? Are, are you single? Absolutely. Huh? Are, you, are you single? No, I'm not. Oh, if you were, I would have fixed you up. She's looking for a husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jimmy Starr. It's super nice to meet you. And we Jimmy, have room. You, you have more IMBD credits than anybody I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. And they're all fake. No, they're <laughs> not. <laughs> I, I'm working a lot, and now I'm like a producer, so I'm working as a producer in lots of things, so I'm, I'm loving the whole thing. But, yes, I work a lot, and I, I really only go – I'm an extra in everything. I'm never – I never. yesterday I spoke in a movie, but I don't ever speak. I just go to meet people because i'm a publicist and i need clients and he's a stinking actor he's lousy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, jimmy jimmy yeah. how do you how do you get in all those movies do you just call somebody said your friends that produce a movie says hey give me a spot yeah it's not hard to get in them i just gotta like no, know no, people no, no, you know no, i no. have three hundred thousand. i have three hundred thousand twitter followers and everybody who follows me and i follow they're all producers and directors and stuff so get more active i'll get you more active on twitter and i'll help <laughs> let, okay. let, me, let me explain how and why jimmy get all these movies okay i'm in the business 58 years i made movies in 1959 okay and my career went ooh, nowhere now in my old age and because of our show and the fact that jimmy's pr goes all over the world smart producers say put ron and jimmy in this way they push the show and they get smart pr and that's the only reason we get in jimmy yesterday had three lines and i suffered because he forgot the word and in the middle. I kept saying, Jimmy, it's and, and, and. So you know what he did? He wrote it and stuck it up on the kitchen counter where he, the camera was. I love three it. Jimmy, Jimmy, did you practice like the three words? I am so happy. I yeah. am so happy. Did you do I that all day? We practiced it a bunch of times. And uh, yeah. yes, but that's okay. I don't care that I suck. I get in them because people want me and my promotional abilities. So I don't really care. And, and, I, and I always basically like do the same thing. So. I, I can never be a care, like a real serious person. I can't cry and I can't do all these two can. These two are excellent actors and you're an excellent actor. Me, I'm like, I suck, but, but people want me just because I'm popular. Well, <laughs> that's a, listen, that's a, that's a great skill. I mean, what you guys have created is amazing. I yes. mean, to create a platform like this with so many great followers and to be able to use that to, to, to augment your life in that way. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I know it's like fabulous. So hold on. We have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. And then I'm going to tell my story. Hey guys, hey. everybody in the chat room. 
<laughs> this is terrific. So, okay, so when I was younger and you were on Land of the Lost, which was one of my favorite shows. I love that show. Now, the reason Thanks, though, the reason that I was a fan of the show, honestly, wasn't for you. I, I knew I was gay, but I like didn't really know what gay was. You but I had, I had the biggest crush on Spencer Milligan. Like in the world, like in my whole life, like as any time I would see him, I would be like, God, I wish I could marry him. He is so gorgeous, and and I watch the show all the time. I mean, I love the show too, but if he wasn't on it, I probably wouldn't have watched it right off the bat because he was so gorgeous and so fabulous. Uh, and and I was so jealous of you because you were like that. You know, even though you had him as a dad, I wanted him for. Okay, a husband. wait a minute. You were going to marry him? You wanted to marry? Well, guess what? I worked with Rock Hudson on McMillan and Wife. <laughs> And I, I'm fucking, glad I'm in the middle, and guys. I wanted to I'm marry glad, Rock Hudson. I'm glad I'm in the middle. I don't care if I. I was like little. No, I didn't even want to marry Rock. I just wanted the honeymoon. We also have to say because you live in Palm Springs. And I we do live in Palm Springs. You live. I, I live here and in Puerto Vallarta. Half a year, half and half. Oh, you have to come to our party. Yeah, we have to. Every, get you everybody a, you know is at our house. Yeah, you'll know everybody. <laughs> everybody. Now, you know, I ju- and I just, uh, Jimmy, I just talked to Spencer. He calls. He, now, Spencer played my dad, uh, Rick Rick Marshall, on Land of the Lost. And Spencer's, I think, 80, 82 now. And he lives in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. He's retired. He lives in a fabulous estate, doesn't need money at all. And he'll call me, like, out of the blue. He goes, uh, hey, Wesley, this is your papa calling. <laughs> and, he, and I we just start laughing and giggling. And, and you know what? It's amazing. He is like He's like my real dad in real life. And Kathy, who played Holly on Land of the Lost, is like my sister. I talk to her every couple of days. That's right. Kathy Coleman, you guys, too, which uh, it's so funny because I used to have a crush on her, too, because she totally reminded me. Well, of, you were a busy crush uh, guy. I can't help you? it. No, like when I was young, I looked. Did you ever see Escape to Witch Mountain? Of course. Okay, well, I looked a lot like the kid in Escape to Witch Mountain, and when I was young, um, and I had a huge crush on Kim Richards when I thought I, when I was thought I didn't know what gay was, um, so oh, I, I thought please. she was gorgeous. So I used to sign autographs as the kid in Escape to Witch Mountain when I was young because I looked just like him, and I would tell people that I was him. I always wanted to like you know be recognized, buck teeth and all. Yeah, <laughs> can you can you Jimmy? Can you imagine all the collectors now with all the autograph shows? I know. Somebody goes, I look, know. I've got an original here. Yeah. From the- I got an original, and it's definitely because we met the guy. Then I told him that we met him uh, actually. But K- Kathy Coleman is fabulous, and I see behind you you have a slee stack. I do. A fan made this. It was Enoch, the talking slee stack. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean, I think the props and everything you have are like so freaking cool. It's not even funny. Well, you know, they were created by Mike Westmore, who who was the who's the big makeup guy who has Face Off that TV series. Yes. That's his family, the Westmores. But he also did all the Star Trek monsters, and so. He's amazing. He created this least like almost like the Gorn from Star Trek. Was that fun for you to be on Land of the Lost? Oh my God, are you crazy? I was doing Days of Our Lives at the same time. So in the morning, I did all my scenes on Days of Our Lives in the morning for three years, and I would be like crying that my girlfriend's leaving me, and 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 I, I I'm having problems, and then I'd run over to the other studio and run from dinosaurs going. Run, Holly, run! There's a dinosaur. <laughs> so it was very schizophrenic. <laughs> That is freaking like awesome. Was, listen, we had a t- we had the most incredible set. It was two sound stages. One was a jungle with a lagoon and a cave. The other was the biggest chroma key set, the blue screen, green screen that had been ever been done in Hollywood. So we it was like it was like a playground every day. Our, I like love our it. business is absolutely incredible. Uh, we are so many people. We enjoy being each person. And what am I talking about? It's so dull. Let's oh, I don't know, but Garrick is funny. in the chat room. Let's say hi to Garrick, everybody. Hey, hey Garrick Lee joined hey, us. Listen, listen, Garrick, I heard that Loretta Christensen 
smacked you in the Loretta face. Christian Simpson. Yeah, Loretta <laughs> Christian Simpson smacked you in the face because you tried to grab her breast. Is <laughs> yeah, that true, Garrick? <laughs> anyway, he's there. Everybody's saying hi. And, and Garrick. Grabbing her breast is enough to turn anybody gay. I mean, <laughs> she's not exactly the woman you want to grab. You want to grab Lorene next to me. There you go. So hold on. So let's go back. Okay, so you guys know, you know Wesley. Uh, he's he's done a lot of cool things, Land of the Lost. Another thing, because, you know, uh, he's the star of the Toolbox Murders, and that's like a that's like a horror, like, that's like a, what do you call those? Like, it's a cult a, classic. A cult, yeah, a cult classic. Oh, classic. I was trying to think of the name. And, yes. Steven Spielberg, Steven Spiel, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Steven, uh, uh, oh, my God, my mind just went blank. Uh, the sci-fi writer. Uh, Wait till you get to be 80. <laughs> yeah, he's 80. I'm, I'm getting close. I'm Trust me, I'm getting very close. Well, I, I got I mean, white hair, and it's all I'm, happening. I'm, I'm 80, and the brain cells are gone. Oh, my God. But uh, 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 Stephen King once said that uh, if he had to rent 10 movies for Halloween, Toolbox Murders would be one of them. I know. It's a great movie. And, you know, they've remade it now a whole bunch of times since then, which the remakes are nothing like the original. Right. And what was amazing, because I was doing, I was playing all these good boy characters. I was, you know, I was on Days of Our Lives and a bunch of different TV shows and game shows and hosting and stuff like that. So it was my first time to get to play a villain and a killer. And it was amazing because... I'd heard about, you know, when you play like a, uh, as, you, as you know, you play like a villain, you get into that part. And I got so deep into that part. It took me two weeks when the movie wrapped to get out of that headspace where it was just like, it was so dark. It was, a, it was, I think Heath Ledger even talked where about it when he did now? the Joker. Yeah, yeah, he did. Where are you now? He's in Palm Springs. Okay. Palm Springs. Oh, he's close. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm forever, uh, every, he's every, very, every he's movie I'm in, I play a mafia killer because of my Brooklyn <laughs> accent. And I'm trying so hard to get out of it. Now I'm in a movie with Lorene called Clown Fear 2. Clown Motel 2. What did I say? Clown, clown Fear. Clown That's Mo another movie. That was the movie I just finished. All these fucking clown movies. I mean, I get confused. Anyway, um, Lorene plays my... No, no. What are you not in Clown Motel? Yes, you are. Oh, my God. I play... I, I'm <laughs> going crazy. You talk was, about, you talk about brain out. failure. Lorene plays my wife in Clown Motel 2. And I play General Milan, a general in the United States Army. And I can't tell you how nice it is to be able to speak correctly and not say, hey, over there, Louis, give me the goddamn gun. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. I want to go back to Toolbox Murders because, uh, number one, it's a cult classic. Everybody needs to watch it. It's the original. There's all the other ones that came out. There's like two or three of them, but they're I mean, it's a right. slasher film, you know. It's got yeah, some nudity in it, so it's R-rated. So be prepared. Um, and it also because Ron is Ron is like uh, the 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 king of like Hollywood, and he like knows all the Turner Classic movie stuff. He was friends with lots of the movie stars from King it back of Hollywood. In the day. That sounds like a, a big fucking. I know emotion. that's what they've been writing about. Yeah, Hang oh, on, let me finish. Wait what a I'm minute, saying. I have to stop you because I don't like that title. It makes me out to be something I'm not. I was friend best friends with Jane Russell forever. She was my sister practically. Oh, nice. and, I knew, and I know Betty Davis and I knew Lauren Bacall. I knew I Betty mean, Davis too. All the all the legends of Hollywood. I, mean, I, 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 I grew up with the <laughs> hey. legends of Hollywood. Well, wait, wait, what uh, and that's why I got that title. Hang on, what movie did you make with, with I Betty did the Davis? Wicked Stepmother with Betty Davis? There you go. I got a wow. for it. It was her last film. Yeah. There you go. So hold on. Well, so go Ron, back. you Ron, you've had the most amazing life. I mean, to, to to actually know that those people and you know, I'm watching all the old movies, the Turner Classics and everything. Oh, wait a minute. And I, it's what an incredible honor to have been part of those lives. I haven't even gotten into it. My mother was Jenny Gabriel, a silent movie actress. When I was about eight or nine years old, a woman came to my house and she had these eyebrows that were all the way up here, like a clown. 
And when she left, I said to my mother, Ma, why does that lady have those crazy eyebrows? Mother, shut, shut up. That's Gloria Swanson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. My mother was friends with May Mara, oh. Gloria Swanson. My mother was friends with um, oh, so many of the old uh, movie stars. Of, she only loved Valentino, but of course she was too that. young to play with Valentino. He died before she was older. But I mean, I grew up, my father was a set designer. My mother was an actress. My sister's married, was married to Evan J. Anton, a producer. So I've been in the business forever. So hang on, though. Go back to the Toolbox Murders. So in the Toolbox Murders, he stars alongside Cameron Mitchell, which you should know because Cameron Mitchell is the, the fourth lead in How to, How to Marry a Millionaire. Yeah, I never and, met him. Uh, I never and met Carousel, him, I, I know who he is. And Pamela Ferdin, who was a regular on the Paul Lynn show, and you knew Paul Lynn. Very well. Paul Paul was crazy. And, uh, wow. He was crazy. Oh, Wild Paul. You oh, know. my God. The oh, stories. Oh, my oh God. I got stories to tell you. <laughs> oh, I got some I can't tell. They're so vulgar. Oh, yeah, he's, <laughs> but he I will mean, tell them. <laughs> I, I, I tell about when, listen, when Paul was sober, I loved and adored him. But the minute Paul got loaded, he was the most evil, vicious, hideous queen you ever want to meet. You want to knock the shit out of him. Well, but my Paul, friend Michael, Michael Arrington, who's in Vegas, he did a Paul Lynn, Lynn one-person show, which was spectacular. They played at the different hotels, and it was just amazing. He's doing Paul Lynn? He, yeah, he's he's not doing it right now, but he toured with it. He was uh, had a permanent spot in, in Vegas. I'd love to see that because Paul and Peter did, and Peter Marshall did all the voiceovers because he does the Hollywood Square box as right. part of it from some of the answers. And so Peter went into the studio and recorded all the uh, the questions. I was on a flight to Las Vegas with Paul Lynn, and I said to him, "You know, Paul, if you weren't a comedian, what would you like to have been?" Uh, you know. I would like to have had a pizzeria in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then Tony Fields was sitting opposite us and she had to buy two seats because she got fat. So Paul is saying, Tony, what did those seats cost you? And they were going back and forth. And I said, you know, I wish we had, what do you call it, cell phones. In those days, I would have videoed that. It would have been a great show. But Paul Lynn and Tony Fields were absolutely Vicious to each other and hilariously funny. I've got tons of Paul Lynn stories. Tons. I met him at a gay bar in New York called The Fawn. He was doing Bye Bye Birdie. And I was there with a group of friends. I think I was like 19 or 20. And I was a really good looking young fellow. And Paul came up to me immediately. And I didn't know who he was. And I just thought he was weird and very effeminate. And I didn't like effeminate men. So I passed him on to my friend Pat. <laughs> and he flipped over Pat and he took Pat to California with him. And about three months later, Pat called us up and said, could you all get together, get money? I need to get a ticket out of here. He's going to kill me. And he got, became very violent. Uh, and he, he hit Pat. I think Pat hit him with an ashtray because he tried to throw Pat off a balcony. And we had heard that he prior years before he really did throw someone off a balcony. So Paul Lynn had a, a very secret history. But he was a very funny, talented man. But as a human, he was a mistake. Wow. That's sad. It like it is because history has to be truth. So let's make Hollywood it, let's, history has to be the truth. So let's switch it up then and let's go to the fact that not only have you been in all these great things, but you're also like a writer, director, behind the scenes uh, developer, and you developed Dragon Tales, which is hugely successful. And in your in our picture, you even had your Dragon Tales dragon. Going <laughs> to bring right now. There she is. Just guess. <laughs> so tell us a little. I, I'm a prop actor. 
tell do you uh, uh, tell us a little bit about Dragon Tales because I when I uh, put the thing up that you were like coming on the show, lots of people were talking about Land of the Lost, and then I had a lot of like mothers with kids and stuff talking about Dragon Tales, and I was like, holy shit! Well, Dragon Tales was PBS's number one show. It's animated for kids. It was on for nine years, uh, uh, produced by Sony Pictures and Children's Television Workshop, which is Sesame Street. And I'm one of the creators, uh, developers of the show. And it turned out to be this amazing show with live shows all around the world. It was literally in every country nonstop for many, many, many. I, I and, love that. And we have lots of, lots of kids sing the theme song and, and Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. It's almost time for Dragon Tales. Come along. Take my hand. Let's all go to Dragon Land. And but, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I got to sing the theme song in Land of the Lost too, the, the opening and closing theme songs back in the day. But Dragon Tales became, you know, this huge, huge show. And, uh, and of course, it was PBS, so it was spectacular. I mean, the values were dynamite. We have a lot of parents that come up to me and talk to me about how they missed the show. I lecture at schools around the country. And I teach kids how to write books. I have a, a program called Anyone Can Write a Book. And I, I come in to a, you know, from 100 to 750 kids in, in, a, in a room and an auditorium. And we, and we all write a book together. So it, that's really kind of created part of my, uh, you know, some of, the, some of the most amazing adventures of my life. It seems like everything I've done has been for kids. You know, I hosted a game show for Nickelodeon called Finders Keepers, you know, Land of the Lost and Dragon Tales. And I write kids books. So. I think I just never grew up. I think that's probably the, did it, did the problem. Did they bring Land of the Lost back and it bombed? Yeah, they made a yeah. Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, I did a scene with it was Will Ferrell, the Sid Marty Croft at Comic Con. There, Sid Marty Croft. Are, are and the it, it, it bombed though. It wasn't. It, bombed. The, it, it wasn't was, the it, hit. It won, it won the Raspberry Award that year. Yeah, because your show was great. I remember my mother loved your show. By the way, Thanks. my mother loved, was you know actress fantasy, and we always wanted to see where you guys would wind up in what time zone. You should have had somebody though make you a a, a shaka. <laughs> we do. Well, Phil Paley, who played uh, Chaka, he he. You know, people make dolls for us and toys, and it's it's pretty spectacular. It's amazing. After it's been like forty five years, and the show still has this huge fan base. It's just been oh my really God, forty five yeah. years. Forty five years. Oh, you really make me feel. Old. <laughs> <laughs> how, could, how could that be? You would, have been, you would have been 35 when it came out. No, no, no. I was just going to say. 1974, five, and six. Yeah, well, I was born in 72. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> 64. Uh, wow, so I knew I you was were, at it. I knew Jimmy, I was a homo at a young age because I would have been 64 and 72. Honey, you were only, born a homo. That only makes me eight. So, like, when I'm eight, I'm, like, sitting here wanting to marry the guy who played your dad. That's hilarious. Listen, where do you live? Don't give me the place. North, south, or east, or west Palm. We're on. Uh, center of Palm Springs. Okay. You, are you in Hollywood town? What is it called? Where I want to move. I'm dying. I'm looking for houses, but they're so fucking expensive now. And what is it called? Hollywood? No. Yeah. Movie, 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 movie colony. Movie colony. Did you know I could have bought Carmen Miranda's house years ago for 150000 Or I could have bought uh, the fat, fat guy. Laurel and Hardy Laurel, guy. No, not Laurel and Hardy. Um, uh, Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. I could have bought the little skinny, the little short guy's house for about 150. Jimmy and I went to look at a dump. A horrible little, it almost looked like a trailer. It was eight hundred and fifty. Oh, they've gone crazy. It, it is. It's it's and bizarre. Are you in movie Palm colony Springs? here in Palm Springs? Close by. Close by. Oh, because if you're in movie colony, Springs, I'd never speak to you again. <laughs> but I live half the year. I've got a house in Puerto Vallarta, and I spend six months in, in TV. So, uh, it's 
it's just amazing down there. I, I'm there for the winter. Yeah, well, I love Palm Springs. But you guys, winter. he also you also know him from the movie Chumps, which was the dog, like the computerized dog or whatever, like thing. It was a dog. We have a dog that looks just like that. Really? With Valerie Bertinelli, red buttons, um, Chuck McCann, Conrad Bain, which is another one who I used to always like. When, when we were doing the movie with Conrad, uh, he played he played Valerie's uh, dad, and Valerie was my love interest. In fact, I got to give Valerie her first screen kiss. Uh, so I beat I beat Eddie Van Halen, and uh, but but Conrad was working, and he, he kept coming. He said, "Wesley, I've got this new show. They want me to do a new series, and it was different strokes." And he was just rewriting it, writing it, and, and getting the pilot done, and 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 to work with people like Chuck McCann and Jim Backus. I mean, all these people. It was extraordinary. The cast. It was Hanna Barbera's. First live action movie from animation, and um, it was you know we I invented a mechanical watchdog that was like a secret uh, had sirens and stuff, it, it, a home protection system, and everybody was in that movie. It was it was spectacular. Even Joey Bishop's son was in it. I, I ran I ran into Jim at, at LaGuardia Airport coming in from L.A. and I went up to him and I just out of the blue said, "Oh come on, do a little Mr. Magoo." <laughs> turned around and said, "Pay me." <laughs> And then he smiled and walked away. And I thought, ah, shit, I wanted him to do, oh, you know, Mr. Magoo. I guess Jim Backus wasn't happy being Mr. Magoo because he was with I Married Joan with Joan Davis years ago. And Jim Backus played in Rebel Without a Cause. He played Rebel Without a Cause. I mean, he's a hell of an actor. And I think I was stupid doing that. I was at Shelby Goodman's house in Beverly Hills at a big party. And who was there but Christopher Lee and his wife? And Christopher Lee, I went over and I'm talking to him. And I said, you know, Christopher, nobody could do Dracula like you can. You were actually fabulous in it. And he stood there and he looked at me stern and he said, I am more than Dracula. I have done films and Dracula is not my best work. So I looked at him and I said, well, gee, I can't remember any other film you were in. So. <laughs> oh, you're me. You're a wicked man. <laughs> but he was a bitch. He was, he was not nice. Christopher Lee was an arrogant, oh. nasty person. And his wife came over to me and she said, you know, forgive him. He's in a bad mood. I said, frankly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then the best part was I was leaning against the light board in the dining room. And the lights were going up and down. And Paula Margulies said to me, she said, Ron, do you think they want us to go home because they're hearing <laughs> the lights? And Lee turned around and said to me, it's you that's flickering the light. He didn't like me at all. So you also, you also did a movie recently called uh, Sins of Our Youth not too, too long ago and with Ali Sheedy, Mitchell Musso, Lucas Till, and Joel Courtney. And those are all like really big names. Tell, tell me, was Ali Sheedy... Was Ali Sheedy, like, is she nice? Because she's, like, one of my favorites, but I've never met her. Do you know what? I'd never met her either. Ah. The, thing about doing, the thing about doing movies is sometimes you don't meet the people you're in the movie All the time. Uh, abs- all, the time. all the time. I, I, it's crazy. You know? I've been in a lot of movies where I just got so excited, and I found out after reading the script that I was in none of the scenes. Of well, the I, I've seen them. I, I, was in, I was in a couple of movies, and I would go to see the, the screening, and there would be something big stars, and I go, I didn't know they were in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, like, love it. So exactly. what's, what's, like, a bucket list then? Okay, so you've done a lot of cool things. Let's say you could work with any male and female actor that you've never been able to work with before, and we're going to let you do this one too. Uh, any male or female actor that you've never worked with before, and if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, wow. And that way we can do some kind of, like, trivia things. And then did you hear those questions you're going to? answer them too because we haven't had you answer them so it's about time <laughs> I, could, 
I feel like I'm on a quiz show. It's like, oh, we're so excited. I hope I win some rice and roni. No, but you see what happens when you have a movie star legend. They think it's all about them. This bitch thinks this is her show. And she's, com <laughs> and she's complaining because she's not getting airtime. She got more airtime than two of her last movies. Oh, oh. That's actually true, unfortunately. So now, you, know, you know, I got to tell you, I'm starting to think Christopher Plummer wasn't so wrong. I'm not... No, Christopher Lee. Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee. But you got to remember one thing. Lorene Landon is one of my closest, dearest, and best friends. And Lorene and I play like this all the time, even okay. off camera. Even off camera. Always. We act like husband and wife. So, uh, we're going to let Wesley, you go first. Male and female actor that you would love to have an oh. opportunity to work with. And then we're going to go back to her. And then we'll go back to you for the movie. And then back to you for the movie. Oh, wow. All right, Hand, you go first. Hands on Meryl Streep. Oh my God! Everybody answers What's that. What's the Meryl Streep? <laughs> well, hello. What did she I, got? Thirteen Academy Awards. I mean, yeah, come on. I don't think she's that great of an actress. I think it was all Hollywood hype. I mean, there's Angelina Jolie. Really? Angelina Jolie is a far better actress. Did you ever see her in that what they call it movie? Gia. Gia. I of mean, course. she she did a performance. Okay, but this is his thing anyway. He gets to pick. I wouldn't pick her though. I would pick Charlize Theron. <laughs> And of course, I would pick Angie for Angelina Jolie. All right, so okay, that's your female. Give us a male. Oh boy, uh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't think. I can't. I just went blank. I'm old, you know. I'm okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Keep thinking, and we'll go to you, female that you would like to work with. Uh, female Tom Hardy. Oh, that's not a female. I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite actor in the history. No, he's a he's a good actor though. He reminds me of Martin Brando. And nobody's ever actually mentioned that. Nobody's ever said Tom Hardy, so that's a new one. Tom Hardy, he uh, should have been. He should have won for Legend. He's uh, the greatest chameleon we have since Marlon Brando, and I knew Marlon Brando very very well because I. She went out with his son. Yeah, and we nice. were, we lived together for many years. I used to go up and see him in prison. Okay, uh, so let's. But, Tom Hardy is my favorite actor alive. I hope to meet him. Now you have to think about a women one, though. Something. We're going to come back to you. So now you have to do a male. God, I'm being so cliche. De Niro, I would love to be in a dramatic scene face-to-face -face with De Niro. I think it would be such an honor just to, to watch fact. just to watch him work. Everybody yeah, says but De that. De Niro can't remember lines anymore. Now they stuck a, a thing in his ear. Yeah, they stuck a microphone in his ear, and they read him. As, oh, he's old. He's like me. I don't remember lines anymore either. I go on set, and they say, you know your lines, Ron? I say, yeah. And of course I don't. I just invent everything. <laughs> I say whatever I say whatever I think should have been said. You know, I just I just watched the special, the, the documentary on Mae West, and they were yeah. talking about her last film, how she had to have the thing in her ear so they could tell her her lines. Absolutely. And, and they also had to tell it, breathe. Because yeah. she's so old, she used to forget breathing. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, your turn, female. Yeah. Um, I would say any actress that has a lot of rage inside of her. Betty Davis, Rita. Uh, um, she did with Betty Davis no, already. Wait a minute, not Betty Davis. Um, I worked with Betty Davis already. Um, Barbara Stanwyck, fa fabulous lady when she got angry and pushed men around. And got think of somebody more today, though. Somebody. I I'm from yesterday. What do I know today? <laughs> I know, I know Sophia Loren. You have great teeth, by the way. I mean, it's, far away. It's, it's my dentist in Mexico. He's fabulous. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I love it. I was going to say, if they're yours, can I borrow them? <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. No. So hold on. Let's go. Okay, so movie. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. we got to get a woman. Huh? Well, she's going to, she's still thinking, so we're going this way. So. The movie is Weathering Heights with Marlowe Braun and Sir Lawrence Olivier. But that's old. you got to get a young one. Jimmy insists. Anything Tom Hardy's in. <laughs> 
Well, I, I have to. Uh, I don't even know which one is Tom. Is Tom Hardy's not the guy who played Venom, is he? Yes, he is. He oh, was, I love Tom Hardy. He's like a young Marlon Brando. Yeah. He should have won for Legend. Beating he should have won. No, for, I like him. He should have won he's for Legend hot. for playing the Crazy Brothers. He he's the by far talented actor in the world. Next to you, Wesley. Next oh, to you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm but, not casting a movie. You don't have to suck up, okay? Uh, you got 140 credits. What more do you need, Jimmy? So what about uh, what about like, let's say uh, if you uh, movie wise, what movie would you have liked to have been? Any in? Star Trek movie. I would so love to be a creature in Star Trek. And me, you know, me, me I, too. I, I just you know we we do the conventions all the time. We go to the autograph shows, and Kathy and I played Holly. We do the Star Trek convention because our writers were the Star Trek writers. So okay. we're kind of the, the we're kind of the uh, the, the bastard child of Star Trek, but everybody that got to play a, mar, um, you know, a, 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 oh, a, a oh my God, a monster. A, I, yeah, a, count me in. A good friend of ours, who I can't, can I use his name? I don't know. Has a script about aliens. And I never ask anybody, can I be in your movie? I won't do that. You know, I won't put them between a friend and a hard place. But this friend, I would say, I have to be in your alien movie because if I don't play an alien before I die, I'm going to come back and haunt. Yeah. Because I am dying like you to be in a. We actually though we uh, had we had Walter Koenig on our show, and uh, now you we, know Walter Koenig created Enoch. Oh no, I didn't oh, know that. Should. I love Walter. Walter Koenig, Koenig Walker because you know Chekhov, and yeah. we see him at the Star Trek convention all the time. And David Gerald was our head writer. David was the writer of uh, he created Trouble with Tribbles, the Tribbles in Star Trek. So Walter, yep. when Enoch was introduced, Walter wrote the script introducing Enoch. So I see Walter every year at the Star Trek convention. He comes by, he's got his hat on, and he's kind of hunched over, and he's walking. He goes, I should have gotten residuals. I should have gotten residuals from Sid Marty Croft. <laughs> every, every year. It's fabulous. But he created this character. I, like, love it. I had the biggest check, uh, biggest crush on him growing up. I had the biggest crush on Chekhov. I was madly in love with him. I used to write him love letters all the time. Him and, so him and the guy like on bones. Time Tunnel. So I like happened? Bones. Him and the guys on Time Tunnel. Robert Colbert and James Darren. Oh, James Darren, I yeah. met at a, at a, a an appliance store, and he's very short. I had no idea he was such a short fella, and he was with his wife, and he was absolutely charming. Uh, it's that famous one where you go get. In those days, we were getting the Walkman. Walkman. Uh, Walkman, and he was buying a Walkman at the counter with me, and we chatted, and he was gorgeous in person, beautiful teeth also. And he but, was in Star Trek, so. <laughs> Handsome, yes. handsome, we also had Denise guy. Crosby. I think her last name was Denise Crosby. She's from the newer Star Treks, I think, with uh, Patrick Stewart. We had her on the show also. A couple of years ago, I got to do a film uh, in Palm Springs with William Shatner and Christopher Lloyd and Gene Smart. It's called, uh, and we filmed it here in Palm Springs. And I got, I got Kay Ballard a job. I got Ruta Lee a job in it as as small Ruta cameos Lee. and stuff like that. I so we got, Ruta so Lee. I got to play myself, and they, you know. And so being with Shatner, of course, they wouldn't let you talk to Shatner, even though you're in a scene with him. And, it was, you know, no photographs before he got his makeup on and his hair and everything. And uh, the weatherman, or, or, or one of the, well, not the, the news reporter here, the entertainment reporter, is a huge Star Trek fan. And he, he got a job as an extra just to meet Shatner, to be on the set. And he goes, Wesley, can we meet Shatner? And I go, they won't let us meet him, you know. I mean, we can't take pictures or anything. But I, I took him, I took him over by the dressing room and got. We took a photo by the honey wagon with his name on it. That was as close as we got. It was, you know. <laughs> I am so against that. I talk about it all the time. 
I was on a film called That Kind of Woman with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. Now I sneak over and sit in George Sanders' chair next to Sophia. And I'm trying to talk to Sophia. And a, one of the guys came over and he said, hey, soldier, because I was dressed as a soldier. He said, you know, you can't talk to the star. And I had spoken to Sophia in Italian. And Sophia looked at him and she said, oh, no, he could stay here. And, I, and the guy was pissed off because the star of the movie wanted me to sit next to her. And Sophia said to me, you know, your English, no, my English is as bad as your Italian, but I'm enjoying it. And we sat there and we chatted. And it, I was on that shoot for three days, Grand Central Station and uh, Central Park in the lake. Wow. And they never stopped me. I And Tab Hunter and I developed a friendship that lasted until Jimmy and I saw him two weeks before he passed away. Um one the wonderful Tab Hunter was probably one of the the sweetest, dearest, most human beings I've ever met. Sophia Loren was absolutely magnificent and a lady and charming. And I used to make her laugh because I guess I said things in Italian that didn't really work. And she would have that wonderful, <laughs> that big Sophia laugh. Wait, hold on. We have to go oh, back. Wait a minute, I just want to say one thing. I think that snobbery sucks. And I'm glad we don't have it today in the movies I do because I would walk off a film. I've been known to do that. I will walk off a film. If somebody says to me, you cannot speak to the star, because I would say, oh, the star doesn't pee. <laughs> also, he's not in any movies with Charlize Theron or anybody. <laughs> no, I have news for you. If I was in a film with Charlize, she would love me. We would she have, would, actually. We would have the best. Charlize, you know, I don't understand. Now I don't like William Shatner. I don't care about him. He's That's a, his people, though. That's because I've met I him. Don't he was shit. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. Who the fuck does he think he is? He's God? super nice. I met him. He was great. Well, he is very nice. You know, and I got, when you do these Star Trek conventions, you know, people pay like one hundred and fifty dollars to have their photo with him. And the way they, and it's, it's like a it's like a factory and he'll go and stand there and they say you can't talk to him. So you go stand next to Shatner, get your picture and move on. And it's one hundred fifty bucks. And because they, they have a line, they have a line out the door. It, it's quite, it's quite amazing. Uh, it really that's stinks. Terrible. We went to a thing in New York where RuPaul was in a room and 300 bucks to go speak to RuPaul. I said, he's a fucking drag queen. <laughs> Who's going to pay three bucks to see an, a guy dressed as a woman? Who gives a shit? And the lines. The were, line was like eight blocks. Unbelievable. Long. These autograph shows are really, I just, they're amazing to watch. You know, we get to do them around the world. And some of these, some of these stars that have been on these prime shows, you know, especially the sci-fi, the sci-fi shows, it's extraordinary. So I mean, the on. lines and, and, and the money and stuff like that. What is wrong? Hang on, hang on. Cause we got, we're, we're almost out of time and we can't just end uh, it in the middle of a conversation. So first of all, you're, what you're was your have, movie? What was your movie that you would have liked to have been in? What movie would you have liked to have been in? I told if you, you Weathering Heights. Oh, Weathering Heights. Okay. So she picked or Weathering Heights. Or any movie Heights. with James Cowd. Cagney as well, but, but with Merle, Merle O'Brien. So, so then I want to go back to Wesley because I collect and Marlon action. Brando. I, anything with Marlon. I Brando. collect action figures and stuff. Do, do you? Uh, does your Land of the Lost character have like its own Funko or anything? Oh, we have. T- well, I, mine doesn't, but, but we have Sleestack and Pakuni Funkos, and uh, we, I, we have uh, Viewmasters and game boards, and I mean tons and tons of stuff. In fact, uh, somebody just sent me the other day. They turned me into a Lego. Are so you the familiar- cast of the Land of the Lost a Lego now? Are you familiar with DePatty Freeling? Yeah, we. DePatty Freeling, long time ago. They used to do cartoon characters and that kind of stuff. I was the original um, Spider Woman. They rotoscoped. Whoa. They rotoscoped my body. 
and I was the original Spider. How cool woman. is that? That's I didn't oh, know that. Is, listen, that is so cool. You that, you could go to these autograph shows and sign for a day. And, and the cartoon was on on Saturdays, not that long for not that long a period. And, and I know a lot of but, guys that would like to rudo her body. But they rotoscoped my body for about almost a month, uh, three and a half weeks, uh, doing all kinds of stunts, jumping off of buildings, and as you know, I'm very athletic. And um, yeah, I was the original Spider Woman. I was. And that's cool. That we that's cool. Freeling. Now, I thought you would in, know who they are. I gotta I, tell you, in, 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 in the world of, of fans and, and sci-fi and animation, you're a goddess then. Do you, do you realize how, how amazing that is in this world? No, I do not. Not at all. Well, she, she's I didn't even know what it was, honestly, at the time. I was just, they just hired me because... Because it's she's so hot. Because she's gorgeous. Yeah, right. Listen, we just—I just did a convention with the lady. She's in her nineties now. She was the model for the for for Tinkerbell in the animated Disney film. They used her. She did all the movement and stuff. And she goes to these autograph shows, and she's got lines out the door to to meet her. And she's the most delightful woman. I, I, I have to. Ha I, I have to have the floor. You're all bragging about your one bullshit. minute. I don't care. Jimmy Starr and I are in a comic book. Oh, that's true. We do have our own comic book. And I book. would like everybody yeah. out there to get the comic book because it's a fun story about how we went with the psychic to an insane asylum that's been vacant for 35 years and the spirits we saw. And go, what go, go. You got, yeah. Anyway, tell about the comic go book. Go JimmyStarsWorld.com. You can get it. So let's go back to Wesley real quick. Do you, uh, do you have – okay, you guys can follow Wesley on Twitter, you guys. It's W-E-S-L-E-Y-E-U-R-E. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Do you, are you, do you do all the other social media? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Ever, uh, you know, wesleyyear.com. Yeah, okay, I'm all over the place. Com, you guys, oh, you need to put the wesleyyear.com on your Twitter because I didn't write it down. You should put that on your Twitter in your description. There's a place to put that. Oh, okay. Uh, and that way people will go to send them to your website and they can, you know, do whatever. We want to thank you for coming on the show. It was a great show today. Wonderful. We want to thank Lorraine Landon. Landon. Does Jimmy have your contact Yes, number? I do. We're going to invite you and your wife are invited to our next party. We're having an open to the world party and it's everybody you know ruda lee i love and adore i love ruda oh i love her pieces so if you see it before me send a kiss so everybody me. that's wesley year we want to thank you for coming on the show chat room everybody Yay, you guys were wesley. great <laughs> good <Getting active, laughs> thank, thank you so much we'll be talking to you soon Take bye care, everybody wesley. see bye you guys bye. next week bye bye In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.